0: called into your favorite talk radio program only to encounter this and felt like this
1: fun, 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 fun.
0: that never happens when you dial 941-421-0401 at razradiolive.com. we answer right away and pow you're live on the air talking to one of your favorite hosts no screeners no delays try it now 941 941- Four two one zero four zero one and avoid nine four one four two one zero four zero one. If you're a new listener or a seasoned veteran, don't be scared. Nine four one four two one zero four zero one. We welcome all. We know how it feels to be ignored. RazRadioLive.com dot com. This is
2: Mike Shanner from. Hell, I don't know where I'm from. <laughs> I'm Mike Shader from examiner.com. You're listening to The First 52 on Raz Radio Live. Is that all you want to <laughs>
0: offering is the truth nothing more
3: well you guys know what that sound means that sound means it's Saturday night December 14th 2013 a little bit after nine o'clock and I'm back I missed you guys I, I apologize for for being out of out of pocket there for a while and and you know, sometimes you just don't feel well, and you got to take care of yourself. But we are back live, the first fifty-two on RazRadioLive.com. Uh, it's going to be an interesting evening, as as y'all probably know. Ten o'clock, we got Brad Freeman joining us. We've got tons of articles pulled up to talk about. I know Lexi's got some things that she's uh, got on mind that she's going to want to talk about, and uh, you know, it's going to be fun. I'm glad to be back. Uh, we've seen yet another uh, FBI sting set up for a bombing. We've got, uh, you know, the CIA being caught sending people places. You've got so many different things going on. Um, it, it's just amazing what goes on in the world and how people just don't even notice it sometimes. Honey, how you doing over there?
4: I'm doing well.
3: Doing well? You glad to be back on mic with me?
4: I am very glad, yes. It's
3: been a little too long since we've done this. Yes,
4: it's been a couple weeks. Yes, it yes. has. <laughs>
3: Such a long time. It sucks when you don't do it for a while. I really, it just drives me nuts to be away from it and not doing it. But uh, hey, you know, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. And of course, up a uh, a few hours from me, the four-toted one. How you doing, brother?
5: I'm doing good. I'm good. Doing good. I'm a little beat up, but I'm uh, doing okay.
3: Spend some time doing some fun things.
5: Yes, yes, I did. Uh, I did things I didn't think I was able to do, and had a shitload of fun doing it.
3: That's always good, you know. Sometimes you just have to have fun, you know. Uh, it's it's healthy for you to have fun.
5: Yeah, and I was off grid. Like I, I went to his house. Went to my friend. My friend came down from Vermont with his girlfriend, and we went to. He has a place down in uh, Longboat, and uh, I was off grid since like Monday morning, and really kind of regretted going back online at like you know Friday afternoon. I was like, "Fuck it!" I, I kind of just shut everything down again. Just vegged out, watched TV, and even today I kind of vegged out. I kind of like it.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's nice to, to get away from it. I, I've got to be honest though, I've been away from it way too long. Uh, two weeks is way too long to not do it for me. Uh, and I, I might as well put the news out now because you know everybody gets mad. It is a holiday season. There's a lot of stuff going on, folks. So next week we won't be live again. I apologize for that. It wasn't planned that way. Uh, but we have a very, uh, very important, important party to attend next week with some good An old friends. An important party. An important party. It's uh, Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas. What we it? got a Christmas party we got to go to. Well, not that we have to go to, but we want to go to. It's going to be with a lot of our Bubble Army friends. Uh, so we're looking forward to to spending some time with them. Yay. Um, Happy
4: fun
3: time. Yeah. It's nice, especially these guys we're going to see. Uh, uh, Dave, you're, you're, you're coming or you're confirming? I was
5: on the fence, but if you guys are going, that means I'll know more people there. And uh, not like I don't know people there, but, uh, no,
3: almost uh, everybody there. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, I'll go. I'll go. All right good, so uh Adam, Yay. if you're listening, we'll see you next weekend. Uh, I know you already knew we were coming um <clears throat> let's uh let's roll off with uh with some news of marijuana. you know we always like to talk a little marijuana on this show and other shows that we work with uh did you see that n a poe um got his sent sent sentencing yesterday Dave?
5: I saw them uh, out there. Um, not protesting it, but it's supporting it. But I, don't, I didn't follow up, and like I said, I've been off grid. All right. So well. what, what? What? All right. So th- this is this is the uh, case of him and uh, what's his face, Adam Kokesh in Philly, Pennsylvania,
3: right? Yeah, in Philly. Philly. Uh, and a, oh, an uh, organizer of a marijuana legalization rally that drew more than a hundred people and ended in scuffles with law enforcement officers on Independence Mall in May was sentenced in federal court yesterday uh to one year probation Uh richard tamanch tamancio tamancio 34 everybody of drink. <laughs> everybody drink well names names don't count dave remember right right i'm sorry i uh, forgot that rule richard tamancio 34 a philadelphia comedian who goes by the stage name na Poe, was also ordered by us magistrate judge henry perkin during his probation to among other things not use drugs undergo <laughs> drug testing <laughs> Not enter within 100 feet of Independence National Historical Park if there is a demonstration promo- promoting a criminal act such as smoking pot. Uh, Tamanchio, a thin man dressed in a white button-down shirt, gray slacks, and a tie with a small image of a marijuana leaf on it, was clean-shaven yesterday. Uh, this look. This looked different from that on May 18th when he sported a, uh, machete, a mustache and a beard and wore a yellow t-shirt. T- and you're not and t- even
5: t- drinking today. Yeah, I know.
3: Imagine that. Um, t-shirt, jeans and a yellow hat at the fifth smoked down prohibition rally at the People's Plaza on the mall, fifth and Market Street. Uh, there was a large police presence, including National Park Service Rangers and Philly police. Uh, and Philly police are such dicks.
5: Well, what, what I can't I can't get over the irony of all this shit happening at Independence Park. Yeah, I know, really. In Philadelphia, like the birthplace
3: of freedom. The birthplace of freedom. Now the he, now he
5: can't go there. He can't go to public property.
3: Only if there's a demonstrating promoting demonstration promoting a criminal act, then he can't go. Uh Well,
5: what's a, what's a criminal act?
3: Smoking pot. Smoking pot? Yeah, yeah, that's what they're saying. But who's the
5: who's the victim with that?
3: Oh, uh, nobody. There is no victim right. and there's actually a lot of people who benefit from it. So, uh, go figure. Yeah, no. So, yes. Yesterday- uh, and,
5: and this, this week, I, I'm sorry, keep going.
3: Uh, yeah, yesterday, Tamancio took the stand and said he acted as the master of ceremonies at the rally organized by Philly Normal and the Panic Hour, a group he started that has, in his words, a satir- satirical website. Uh, he admitted smoking pot and resisting arrest. One park ranger, Matt Edgar, uh, suffered a shoulder injury resulting from his struggle with Tamako, <laughs> uh, who was thrown to the ground during his arrest. Under questioning, Aww, he got a boo boo, a little boo boo. Under questioning by his attorney Edward Borden, Tamako said uh, he regretted that the ranger got hurt. We're not interested in confrontation with police. We're interesting. We're interested in legaliz- legalizing marijuana. Uh, Fifteen supporters filled the small courtroom galley. Uh, he pleaded guilty in July to interfering with a government employee disorderly conduct and possessing a controlled substance, all misdemeanors. Uh, let's get to the, his statement here. Uh, judge, judge told the, or Goldberg told the judge right. that Tamako has not charged his behave, has not changed his behavior since his arrest. Uh, the prosecutor is Goldberg. Uh, he's on video saying F the police and, and overwhelm them, said the prosecutor who asked for a three-year probationary sentence. Uh, Borden asked the judge to impose a fine, not probation. He said this was, uh, he said this was a case of civil disobedience. The judge responded, you call this civil disobedience? These are commissions of a crime. Macchio told a reporter he was pleased with his sentence, and I feel justice was served. About 90 minutes later, he posted on Facebook a photo of himself and his friends taking a First Amendment granite slab on Independence Mall and wrote, after all this bullshit... And Facebook stalking, all the government could stick me with is one year of probation. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun on the witness stand and am no longer banned from Liberty, from the Liberty Bell. So, um, he's happy with just receiving probation, I guess. No fines. It doesn't sound like. And, uh,
5: yeah, but the thing is, if, if he, if he, you know, even farts wrong, they're going to come after him. You know how the, the cops are if you, if you start, you know, making fun of them. I mean look what happened to Kokesh.
3: Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, hopefully he doesn't, you know, it's going to suck cuz you can't smoke now for, you know, a whole year. Um I can imagine that that, you know, 366 day. <laughs>
5: right, right. See, this is why I will not become an activist when it comes. To, I mean, I'm an, I'm a huge advocate of marijuana, especially, you know, with the thing the disease that I got and the pain management and I could I could tell you another story how I am I am 100% positive that it helps out. Um <clears throat> What was my point?
3: Mm-mm. I don't know. Sorry, I was dragging my oh, Shit, visitor. I'm sober and I, and I, de- and I derailed myself. Uh, you all were right. talking P- about why you can't be an activist and something right. this week. P-
5: well, first of all, because I don't want to have to stop smoking. Second of all, uh, I was talking to somebody, t- uh, this past week who, uh, he got a DWI or DUI and got his concealed weapons permit taken away from him. a person that you know.
3: Really? Uh,
5: yeah. Nancy's uh man. You know, I Nancy.
3: Yeah, I know you. Yeah. They took yeah, his, he actually How can he, he, they take he, your he, how can they take your concealed
5: permit for that? That's what I thought. I was like how the fuck did he take it? He didn't even have the a uh, uh, weapon in the car. He just got a concealed weapons permit just to have one. He didn't really carry it around. And they took it took his permit away. Hmm. For a DUI. So this is this is the kind of thing Joe Rogan actually said this a couple uh, I don't know a year or two ago when he was talking about um he goes, you know, I don't, I don't. He gave up his his medical card because um, now they're coming after concealed weapons permits. And this is out in California.
3: Yeah, that's something I've been concerned about with, uh, you know, wanting to get uh, a concealed weapons permit because I still don't, you know, I don't have mine yet. And um, uh, being uh, somebody who likes to uh, enjoy the right. green leafy he- substance. Um, if they legalize medical marijuana in the state of Florida, like they, you know, like we're trying to do right now, and we have to get that card, does that eliminate your? Well, because uh, you, that doesn't make sense. So you... oh, wait a second, hold on. Let me, let me do it real fast. That doesn't make much sense to me though, because um, you can have a concealed weapons carry and be prescribed Percocet or Valium, and well, it's
5: not, it's, it's not, it's not uh classified it's not a schedule 1 drug
3: but if you have if if it's if it's legal for medical use and you have a prescription if, for it
5: if if well first of all you got to remember it's a federal law right and it, and when you when you go through background checks and you and you and you write in your permit your concealed weapons permit have you ever done illegal drugs and of course you know you lie um but you know if you have your medical card and you know your medical marijuana card and a concealed weapons permit they can they can make the the, the distinction that Uh, or the connection that you have smoked and you've done illegal drugs, and now we're taking your permit
3: away. And uh, they ain't taking my permit away. But uh, a concealed weapons permit is not issued by the federal government. It's issued by your state. I
5: I understand this, but this this is what they're doing.
3: All right. Well, that's some bullshit. So we'll have to really look into that one. Maybe we can find some good stories on that down the road.
5: Well, Um, I I don't plan on getting a card anyway, even if I don't think it's ever going to become legal in the state or even like – They've they're decriminalizing it all over the country, and you know I I still have that story of the the woman that's in my support group. That's a convicted drug felon because you know she grew her own weed for her her you know her disease, the the same disease disease that I have, and she now has to every month go to a probation officer and piss in a cup and blah blah blah, and it's it, it ruined their lives. Both her and her husband are both convicted felons just because they want to medicate the way that they see fit. Right. And the government says you can't do it. And it was an activist judge that said, I know that the tide is changing. I will not allow precedent to be set in my court and basically threw out so much evidence that she had to take the, uh, the plea deal.
3: That's ridiculous.
5: And that ain't going to happen to me.
3: Well, maybe we should move to uh, what is it? Your your or did you hear about this? The first country, Uruguay. to Uruguay, the first country to yeah. fully legalize marijuana.
5: It's, it's not that. It's, it's, it's government controlled marijuana. It's, it's, it's state sponsored drugs. It was which, a
3: dollar a gram.
5: Well, they, they they have price controls. It's gonna be all fucked. I mean, I mean, come on, let's be honest. Government weed ain't gonna be shit. But, uh, hey, it's a beginning, you know, uh, in, in 2000, uh, Peru, Peru? Why do I always fuck it up? It's not Peru. It's, uh, it's a Spanish country over there. Okay. Begins, anyway, 2000, they decriminalized Paraguay? all drugs. Not Paraguay. Not Peru either. But uh anyway. Um they so we have empirical I said this last year, last week on the show. We have data, thirteen years of data of how decriminalizing uh drugs A makes the crime go down. Of course it makes the crime go down because there's there's no longer a law for this crime. So just by the fact that they've taken they've decriminalized, yes, the the uh crime's gonna go down. But the usage initially spiked like the first year. And then went down below uh, the levels of usage before when it was a criminal when it was criminalized. So I guess kids were just like, well, you know, it's not illegal anymore. It's not fun anymore. I'm not going to do it. Well,
3: yeah, and you that's know? really how it goes down. Um, you know, even if I bet you, if you lowered the the smoking age, you'd see less kids smoking in the, in the long run. Um, not that I'm incur- you know, I I'm a former smoker, and I'm very happy to be a former smoker. Uh, so uh, that's I don't bullshit.
5: know. You still you still consume nicotine through those. Baby binky things. <laughs>
3: well, at least it's not all the other crap that you get from burning uh paper and the leaf and the the chemicals this they add true. and all that crap. Uh, let's uh, let's see how the law enforcement lost out on this story here.
2: It's made a mistake and they're going to pay for it. All well, the city's going to pay for it, awarding a settlement of close to twenty-five thousand dollars to a man wrongly arrested as he openly carried a gun. Nine News reporter Lindsey Watts joins us with some exclusive details about this agreement, Lindsay.
6: Kyle, we obtained the lawsuit settlement through an open records request. James Sorensen was arrested at the Springs Gay Pride Festival about a year and a half ago now. Turns out he had committed no crime and now he's cashing in. This is against the law.
2: This is against
7: my amendment rights, my second amendment rights sergeant. Then hire an attorney when you get done with
6: it. James Sorensen took that officer's advice. I'm
7: being detained for no reason
6: at all. It was after he was detained and arrested. I am
7: being disarmed.
6: For carrying an open gun in a city park. Put your hands in the
7: air. Negative, Sergeant. Put your hands in the air. Negative, Sergeant. You're about to get (laughs) the shit
6: The problem, Springs Police (laughs) (laughs) say the criminal manual or cheat sheet they were using at the time was not up to date. It indicated a nearly decade-old ordinance that outlawed guns in city parks was still in effect.
7: I knew the law. I knew that it was legal for me to carry. My rights were trampled on.
6: Last year, Sorensen and his partner spoke about what happened.
7: They had the the gall to say, ignorance of the law is no excuse. And yet they're the ones that are ignorant of the law.
6: They can't anymore due to a confidentiality clause in the agreement Sorensen signed with Colorado Springs. Speaking now would jeopardize the more than 23,000 bucks he was awarded. A
0: situation like this could turn very grave.
6: Joseph Sandoval is a criminal justice professor at Metro State University and a former police officer. He says the cost of what happened that day could have been much greater.
2: If James would have resisted to the point of pulling his weapon on a police officer, there may have been a fatal mistake and it was uncalled for.
6: This all happened July 21, 2012, a day after the Aurora Theater shooting. Of course, police were likely on heightened alert that day. Springs Police did launch an internal investigation. The police chief admitted that policy violations were discovered. And, Kyle, he said that criminal manual with the mistake would be reviewed and updated more frequently.
3: Perhaps saving the city from writing more checks. Lindsay, thank you. Yep, so there we go. we got law enforcement not knowing the laws that they are out there uh, to apparently enforce and protect us from. Uh, I just find it very amusing when he made that comment, and you got a good giggle out of it. You know, they they're telling him that uh ignorance of the law is not an excuse, but yet they're completely ignorant of the law.
5: Exactly. Yeah, they I mean, don't give a shit. They, all they want to do is arrest you. And, and he, there have been I've heard this time and time again that people that go out for that that are conceal that are open carrying and they get busted for it. You know, and then they get let let out. And here's the problem that I have with the whole situation is that no one's accountable. They could do this time and time again, and they have qualified immunity, so you can't sue the cop for infringing on your civil liberties. They Whoops, sorry, we fucked up. You spent the night in jail. You know. Oops, my bad. Yeah. You know, and now and now you got a criminal record. You know, just just getting arrested. Get your criminal record, whether you have convicted or not. Both my mother and my son and me, we all now have criminal records for stupid shit.
3: Well, see, you can always go get those sealed and expunged. You know, it's going to cost you.
5: Yeah, it costs me money to get this done. And not only that, my fucking mugshot's all over mugshot.com.
3: Well, once you get it sealed and expunged, you can get that removed. There's a whole process. um, Right. uh, it costs cost me money. Yeah, Kevin Hazlett talks about that all the the time. He's very good at that. Uh, That's one of the things he specializes in. So, uh, you know, it might be something to walk into down the road at least, maybe even for your mother. I don't know what state these are all in.
5: That was New York and I was, pff, gotta be, pff, shit, 35 years ago. She got wrongly accused on the train of, of, of,
3: uh, oh, mug, m- mugging somebody. Your mugshot shouldn't be out there then if it was that long. Oh, your mom's was that my, long. Mine,
5: mine. Yeah, my mother, my mother, she, uh, I don't even want to talk about it, but she got, uh, she got screwed over the most. You know, but she won money from the, from the, uh, from the NYPD.
3: Oh, well, imagine that. Another one. We're just paying and, and who gets, who pays for that money? We do. The taxpayer. Because they make mistakes. Yeah. We have to put this money out. This, I'm glad this guy won, but it you know, the, the people of, uh, Colorado Springs now has to pay $23,000 to this individual.
5: What the fuck is in the water in Colorado? Cause if you see the, the, the shooting that was the other day, right? Right. Uh, was 15 miles away from the Aurora shooting. Right. And eight miles away from Columbine. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all in the same area. And again, we don't That's hear. Strange.
3: Yeah, it is. Well, uh, again, it was a young, it was an eighteen year old. Um, uh, keep in mind, all those shootings were people, uh, between what seventeen and twenty three. I think what's his face at Aurora was. Um,
5: Lanza, I don't remember how old he was, but uh,
3: yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> they still don't ever talk about if this kid was on pharmaceuticals. Was he on? They never will. Yeah, they don't they ever will. talk about it. Uh, it would be interesting to know mm-hmm. because I'm sure we'd find a link, uh, to all of them that, that they are. Um. It's
5: very possible. Yeah. There is, there, there probably is some common link that is not Marilyn Manson or World of Warcraft or whatever. You know, it's not what they say it is. It's, you know, I was listening, you know, I listen to Free Talk Live, right? Right. And this guy, uh, on the way home, I was listening to, I don't know, Thursday's podcast or whatever. And this guy had just got out of jail for, you know, selling marijuana in New Hampshire. He spent eight months in there. And, um, he says, uh, he didn't know until he was in jail that, uh, marijuana actually helped his depression. And he explained this whole thing with depression. He goes, I want, I don't, I'm afraid of taking those pills. He goes, cause a friend of mine, who uh, was dep- was depressed and then started taking the pills? He goes, he was fu- he was not suicidal before he started taking the pills. He goes, but a month after he took the pills, he started to be suicidal. So he got off the, these this medication, and that's if you look in in the some of these um oh what is it SS what do you call them
3: SSRIs
5: SSRIs yeah um you know
3: uptake reinhibitors.
5: inhibitors yeah I heard you say that on uh, Burke the other day excellent by the way. What good thing? Good thing I wasn't listening live because I would have called in
3: again. <laughs> oh, this past, this past uh, Tuesday. Yeah,
5: I yeah. heard it uh, yesterday. Um, so you know, it, it is if you if you read into it, you know, suicidal thoughts are part of the uh, the the uh, unintended consequences.
3: Uh, right? If you listen to any of these drug commercials, the suicidal thoughts and tendencies is not a lot of them. Um, yeah, it's amazing. You know, I was listening. Uh, it might have actually been that same. Show on, uh, uh, same day on Burke, uh, the professor had called in, um, and they were talking about, it might have been the day before even, uh, they were talking about drugs. And you know, if you take, um, uh, what the hell, that's something I've never taken, um, uh, ecstasy. If you take ecstasy uh-huh. and you're on SSRIs, you can actually die because your body, it's blocking the serotonin from getting absorbed by the brain. And right. you're, when you take, uh, ecstasy it, it it releases additional amounts of serotonin. You can actually die from drowning in serotonin. You know, so it's it's amazing that it,
5: right. And the, and they'll blame it on the MDMA instead of actually blaming on the SSRI.
3: Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um, which you
5: know, which is funny because MM, M- MDMA was used in the seventies as a marital aid. You know, and pure. I I, I want to try it. I've never been able to try it. Um, but I, I'm looking to expand my consciousness and try that. You know that along you know you you know that the whole mushroom trip that I did right. couple, you know six, eight months ago has you know changed my life. I am a much calmer person because I don't know. I have so. a good
4: friend of mine that was always kind of like a stoner, but she really wasn't into much of anything else, and she said that that was the worst drug she ever took in her life. She said it she was immediately addicted and she couldn't get off of it for like weeks. what ecstasy. Yeah. Was it ecstasy
5: or MDMA? See, ecstasy is a combination of speed and they just throw, you know, all all kinds of shit in there. But I'm talking about pure MDMA.
4: Oh no. I, I doubt it was pure MDMA. Yeah, it was probably I street. Don't know. Yeah. It was probably some sort of street drug of some kind. <laughs> right. She had a couple of roommates that were doing it and she just it took her weeks to get out and she's not like one of those types of people that just randomly gets hooked on things, but she said it was horrible to come off of as well. Do I know it's this a person? Terrible feeling. Yes. Bree.
3: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Not uh, not who I think it was. Not who I was thinking it was. Yeah. Uh, you
4: wouldn't think that she would get no. jacked on something like that.
3: No, you definitely wouldn't think that. Uh, what else we got here? Um, I got one. Okay. What you got?
5: I just saw this, I don't know, half hour before the show. Deputy put on leave after a woman accidentally shot in drug raid. A Ross County deputy sheriff has been placed on leave after authorities say he accidentally shot and killed a woman before a drug raid on Wednesday. Blah blah blah. Oops. Basically, uh they were trying to b- bust this place on heroin, and he was outside of the, of this mobile home and pulled the trigger, went through the wall, and, and got this lady in the head, and she died oh. hours later. You know. And again, this is going to be another situation where this guy. Oops, sorry. Didn't mean and, to. Uh, Right. You know, they get they get away with murder all the time.
3: Well, plus he's also during the investigation, he's probably sitting on paid leave uh, during right. the investigation, which we've you know, you've talked about that, brought it up before.
5: Yeah, it's like a paid vacation. Pop some pop somebody's dog or somebody, you know, somebody's kid Go on vacation. And even if they do fire you, they usually either wait a year and hire you back at full back pay or some other place hires you. It's 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 a game, man.
3: Yeah. Well, it, it that's really a, I never me. looked down the, I looked into what happened to the, we talked months ago about the cop down in Fort Myers. Um, mm-hmm. they had that dude locked in the back and they weren't doing the investigation and everything. Um, you know, we, I don't know if we ever talked about, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, Liberty County, Florida sheriff. Do we ever talk about that story after the, the final yeah, of it came I'm, out?
5: Yeah. I'm. you're all, everybody's all, yeah, second amendment, blah, blah, blah. And he got reinstated, but he falsified government documents is what he did.
3: Yeah, you know? I know we disagree on that one too. Uh. Um, but I think,
5: but here's the deal. He, he, it was a jury, a jury acquitted him, right?
3: Yeah, jury nullification.
5: There you go, jury nullification. And that, that I'm okay with. You know, if they would have just arbitrarily say, all right, we're letting you go, and then it's preferential treatment. But if a jury, you know, decided that, it, uh, the law was unjust, uh, and let him go, then I'm fine with that. Cause you know, I'm all for jury nullification.
3: Right. Well, I am too. I, I, that's, that's the whole point of having a jury is to decide if the, if the law was really broken uh, and if it was even a, a, a constitutional law to begin with. It, a law can be broken, but it can be ruled to be unconstitutional by the jury. Yeah. So that's an You important. know, and
5: it, it, if you mention jury notification in uh, Orlando, they will lock you up, whereas in New Hampshire they just um, created a law last year that they actually say at the beginning of every trial, and you can mention jury nullification in in trial, but you know that mush that what is his thing? Judge Mushmouth that did the uh, Casey Anthony trial, he made the Orlando courthouse a um, constitutional free zone because you're no longer allowed to even hand out the the, the fully informed jury um, nullification pamphlets there.
3: Well, now in all reality, uh, that should be part of the opening procedure of informing the jury of their their. Their guidelines, their rules, their this, their that. They should also be informed of jury nullification and the fact that if the they find that this law is an unjust law, that they have the right to, you know, vote against judge the, the law. the law, right? Could, exactly. They,
5: ju- they could judge the law as well as judge if you committed the crime.
3: Right. And you might have. Most people it. don't.
5: Most people don't know about jury nullification, and and the the, the problem the problem is, is that most judges and prosecuting attorneys will say. You have to judge the law as I say it is, not how it says it in the books, how the the, the judge says it is, and they don't they, they don't explain to you that yes you can like I would love now that I'm you know retired, I would love to actually serve on juries, and uh, I would actually give them a, an honest uh, opinion of what's going on. If I think the guy's guilty, you know, if, if there's a if there's a crime against personal property, send him to jail. But if you know if, if it's you're like I got that red light ticket a couple months back. Right. It's past the time. I didn't, I didn't respond back to it. Fuck it. And we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll take this thing to court.
3: I'm just gonna wait. Just wait it out, right?
5: Yeah, because it's uncon, there's no fine and there's no mechanism for, you know, because it's non, um, not a fine or not a crime, um, they can't, they shouldn't be able to do anything about it.
4: Did you see that letter that, um, was it, was it Nathan Cox? Yeah,
5: you posted it. I actually have that up on one of my ta- oh, tabs.
3: Oh, the, the how to beat the, the red light camera one that you posted last week.
4: It was so yeah. clever. I didn't read I it. I love it.
3: No, I didn't read it. Yeah, I uh...
4: just basically got a, a letter back saying, yeah, you're right. So we'll drop it. It's done. Yeah. It's over. It's
3: pretty damn easy.
5: <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm looking at, cause I didn't re- I, I saved the tab. Where's my fucking paperwork? I got so much shit on my desk here. Um, it's the same, it's gotta be the same company.
3: Oh, the mm-hmm. red light camera companies? I think there's only yeah. one or two in the country that's doing these things. I don't think there's very many of them. Uh, and that's the other thing people don't understand, um, is, you know, sixty fifty to 60% of the money goes to the company. But, you know, so you look at, at fines you receive for tickets and, and different things like that. They're supposed to go to help the community. They're supposed to, you know, it goes into a coffer that goes to paying bills or whatever for the, for the county, the state, the, whatever agency is, is giving you this fine. It's not like that money is, you know, going anywhere other than that. It's it's basically another form of tax if you want to look at it that way. And uh um, That's exactly what it is. Yeah, but but half that money to even more sometimes it's up to 60% goes to a private company. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's ridiculous.
5: When when red light cameras first came around in Florida, I was living in Pasco County up in Newport Richey. And um I had read from Bay News 9, which is the local uh um news here and uh they had said that red light cameras were illegal to put on public property right and i've been trying i've been scouring the internet for years trying to back that up uh because i find that a lot of these cameras are actually on the sidewalks or on or, or some of them are actually built on the property of the store on the corner right they go in and get permission myself,
3: from the store to put it on their property or the property right. owner if it's like a a strip they, mall or something
5: right they probably lease it and i'm like you motherfuckers are actually leasing this shit and here's 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 an unintended consequence of the uh of the the red light cameras now this this first red light camera in Tampa Bay area was up the block from where i used to live so what did i do I drove around it. Instead of going up and making a right where the light was, I would go through the, uh, the blocks, you know, through the side streets. Right. And here I am driving down up 19, you know, 60 miles an hour. And then I'm going into the, um, side street, 50 miles an hour. And I'm thinking to myself, damn, I could run, I could hit a kid, you know, more. If I'm, I'm not the only one avoiding this light. So now more traffic is going into the side streets or the tertiary streets. And this is, you know, this is causing a possible, Cause of some kid getting hit, you know,
3: all for the love of money. Yep. Just to, just to try to make another couple dollars. Um, all right. Let's see here. We got Brad coming up in about 20 minutes. So I want to make sure God knows if, if how long we'll end up going with him. Cause you know how that goes with Brad. Uh, honey, I know you had I some... see
4: he's all fired up and ready to go. Yeah. Him and Buzz
3: are yeah, already he's... arguing on freaking Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> gotta love This it. has got
5: to be fun. Yeah.
3: I, I love Brad. I, you know, like I put out in my tweet earlier, he's the man. He, he's the man you love to hate and hate to love because there's times you love him. There's times he's yeah. you know spot on and 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 really doing good in in my mind. And then there's times that you know he might be right in his mind or in his beliefs, but I totally he's disagree. He's always with right him. in his mind. Well, that's true too. That true. is. I'll true. stop.
1: <laughs> Lexi's favorite.
3: <laughs> although although we can't forget, he did say this. He's absolutely not wrong. He's he's right. Cool. Oh, that didn't come out very well. Oh, maybe it should <laughs> the air. I don't know. I'm, I'm using I a new system here, here so, uh, we're, we're seeing how well, that's going. We now. all
4: know what. He's what absolutely not
3: around. wrong. He's, no. he's right. Just leave it being. <laughs> Let it go. I no, was just warming up for Brad. Uh, so we'll try to, you know, talk some topics with him. We agree on, but honey, you
5: would. Uh...
4: Oh, good luck.
5: <laughs> well, I, I have to, ad- I have to address that gun thing that, because I put. Ah uh, shit! Eight ten hours of research into that spreadsheet that I made the last time he was on the
3: show. Yeah, we'll definitely so, touch on that with him. Um, I got his website up. I went through some of the articles there, but uh, it's very. Let's not talk about Brad Honey. Um, this week I got into a massive Facebook debate on a friend nobody anybody here knows. Um, Facebook page, of about vaccines, and of course I told Lexi about this debate, and we decided we wanted to address some some vaccine issue um and talk about some vaccine stuff because um it's amazing that this this individual i was debating with um really he just in the end he called me an idiot and uh people are are just you know he kept saying well you're not a phd you're not a doctor i'm not going to go against what my doctor tells me to do um so honey what did you what did you want to address on vaccines
4: well, A, when it's from one person to another, it's not worthwhile getting heated about because, you know, if if you want to go get a vaccination because you feel like that will protect you better from the world, then, you know, go ahead and do that. Um The only thing that I'm sitting here saying, at least from my opinion, is to know what they're injecting in you and to know what the possible outcome could be and to know the, you know... <sighs> When you're having things put into your system, you want to outweigh the, the good versus the bad. I'm not saying that all modern science is for shit and that you shouldn't trust your doctor ever and that they're always wrong and Google's a better source. We're not like a bunch of nutbags over here like chemists in the kitchen and, and like, oh, I, I can come up with something far better that will treat the You know, that's the thing. I, I think from the other side, they're looking at you like a complete nut job you well, know and <clears throat> when they start getting heated sometimes you just have to let it go but if you know you can interject at any point and at least say well go look up what's in this vaccination that you're putting in your child that you're so avid about protecting that's going to make them so um safe
3: and healthy and that's, yeah that's but, a-
4: i mean they they you know he made a comment to you that we're bad parents because we're putting like a immunocompromised child into the world. Like he's going oh. to go infect a populace of, and and that's completely untrue. Uh, first of all, it's not like because he's not vaccinated for measles that he's going out and sharing measles with the world, right. you know? Right. And, oh.
5: go ahead, Dave. I, I got to say, uh, Eric Spooner posted a, a, uh, um, a cart, a little image on his Facebook post today that said, if, why are you so worried about my child not being immunized if yours are?
3: Right, and that's what, what I said of? to this guy. That's what I said yeah. in this debate, and and well, and, Lexi and hit a great point and, there that you know we're not telling you what to do. We're just trying to inform right. you and in the information, not you, but the listener right, right, right. We don't tell you don't vaccinate your child or you know you shouldn't vaccinate your child. We say, "Hey, here's the issue. here's what we believe. we don't vaccinate our child. You do what you feel is right for you and your family. right. I don't think you should, but do it if you want to. But
4: the thing is, is, is to look at the actual facts and oftentimes you will find, I mean, if you take your child to a pediatrician and they recommend, okay, well, we need to do your next round of vaccinations. He's due, he's going to get this, this, and this, which oftentimes they'll do two to four vaccinations at a time. Um, so the most common ones in the youngest years are, for instance, your, um, your MMR of course um
3: hepatitis you get right at the at hep A,
4: hep B hep C um which which to me is completely asinine because those at what point are you concerned that your child is going to contract hepatitis A in their infancy i'm just wondering
5: Right. I mean, also, <laughs> when I was, when I was a kid, there was what, you know, eight, uh, vaccines. And now there's what, 30 some odd of them? There's more it's, than that. Um, are. It's there... ridiculous. And, and nobody makes the correlation that, you know, in the last 30 years, autism has gone up, uh, only in, only in industrialized countries. I got a friend of mine that, who lives in England, um, whose daughter's autistic and, He said, and this is, this is like my, my first, uh, bout or my first interaction with someone with autism. And he was telling me, he's like, I'm trying to find out why this happens. There is nobody in Africa that has autism. And part of that reason, he was like going through his head is like, are they eating differently? What are they doing? And then it was years later when, uh, you know, it was said to me that maybe it was vaccines. Um, and I'm like, wow, that makes sense because there aren't a lot of people in Africa that are getting vaccinated. And you gotta think that it's, that it's, that it's fucked up because they have a special vaccine court,
3: you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was another thing I had put up. You know, the vaccine court isn't even really ruled by a judge. They call it a vaccine court, but there is no judge. There's a appointed, a specifically appointed individual, um, that, that rules over this whole thing. And to top it off, they've paid out like $2.5 billion since the inception of this court, uh, um, of gov- of taxpayer of, money. Of taxpayer money, exactly, you know? Um, what I, the
5: fuck? How, how do you get that? How, I gotta start a business and, and have liability transferred to the taxpayer. How the fuck do I do that? Banks seem to have gotten that done in certain corporations. Isn't that fucking lovely?
3: <laughs> Amazing. Go ahead, honey. What else you got there? I kinda interrupted you.
4: I mean, that's all, you know, good and well to talk about that because that is another disturbing end of it. But my bigger concern is, um, you know, you can look at it from either side. Parents will look at us and say that we are putting our child at a disadvantage by not vaccinating him while I'm looking at them and feeling the same way. And that's only because of the materials that I've put in front of myself. And I've looked at both sides. Believe me, I'm not going to go out there and put my child in harm's way knowingly or be ignorant about my decisions. I have definitely read a a lot of material from both sides of the spectrum on this I've gone to the manufacturer of these vaccines websites and looked at their ingredients, their statistics. And and then, of course, you know, you've got the Institute of Medicine that will report a lot on this. And there's I mean, there's thousands of places you can go and sources you can take a look at. And I'm sorry, but most of them take a negative approach, you know, have a negative outlook on this. Um, but the thing is, is if you feel like you really seriously have to get your children these vaccines, a lot of them can wait until they're actually developed, not when they're infants and their brains are still developing and they're still growing and they're teeny tiny. I mean, and they can't tell you how they feel or what's wrong. Right. I mean, come on. It's common sense. That's
3: what I was going to say is, you know. The, the, the idea behind vaccination and the theory of vaccination could be good, but it always comes down to we can't trust these companies. Um, you know, you go through and you can find thousands of articles and, and reports of, of, um, vaccines being made here in America and shipped to other countries where they've infected people with polio on purpose or they've, uh, what's this other AIDS. Line? Yeah. AIDS is believed to have come from that uh there's a no 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 no. they shipped over something oh yeah that with gave the people aids. yeah no it did come from it
4: not believed to be it did
3: the, hem- the right. hemophiliacs they that were, happened they were right. shipping out bad blood <laughs> that was tainted with age right um uh but we have you know merck uh vaccine fraud exposed by two merck va- uh, virologists. um they made fa- uh, false claims about the mumps vaccine um that went up for over a decade you know there's I'm just reading a headline and, and browsing through it. But one thing I wanted to bring up is uh, this Dr. Kurt, uh, healthimpactnews.com. I actually want to try to get him on one day. Um, he talks about the clarification between vaccines versus immunization. Uh, clarification needs to be recognized regarding vaccines versus immunization. I'm all for immunization. The problem, cl- the problem created by media and pharmaceuticals' influence is that people equate immunization with vaccination. Vaccination is simply injecting something into your body. This does not create immunity for your body. These are two totally separate entities. Uh, the human body, and this is me now, the human body um, has an immune system for a reason. And if you don't, you know, that's why I'm against hand sanitizers and things like that. If you don't allow your body uh, to build a resistance, then you become weak and your immune right. system is actually worse off than it was before. And these vaccines that you inject into your body, uh, go in and they, they, they mess with your immune system. You know, yep. as soon as they get in there, that's why you have adverse reactions. That's why they tell you, oh, you might feel sick or, you know, you might have a seizure or different things like that. Cause it's fucking around with your immune system.
5: My mother was trying to push me last year. She gets a uh, flu vaccination every year. And, uh, I was at her house, I don't know, uh, nine, 10 months ago. And we were just, I had this little argument about it. She goes, yeah, I get the flu vaccine. And she, she was sick for two fucking weeks straight. I was like, yeah, how'd that work out for you?
3: Yep, exactly. You know? And
5: and having, having done a college paper for an ex-girlfriend of mine about the flu, oh geez, gotta be 2000, 2001, 2002. Um, the, the vaccines are just the strain from the last year. Every year the strains change. Um, because the, you know, the virus, uh, uh, morphs. Right. Uh, and they so they
3: take the one before they, there's like, I forget the exact number, there's a bunch of different strains that they use tons. and they just randomly pick, yeah. um, you know, which Man. one they're going to use that year, hoping it, to, you know, get it right. Exactly. That's
4: it's the bullshit. thing is these things are not 100% effective. I mean, even the, like, <laughs> you know, take something really, not even close. Like the chicken pox on average, that vaccination, I think it's called varicella or, or whatever. It's reported to be maybe forty four percent effective. The the adverse effects of this vaccination that have been reported are horrible by comparison. I had chicken pox when I was a kid. I'll take that over um God, I, I even wrote it down somewhere. Um the effects of this friggin' thing. The side it's not effects. worth it. Yeah. Shock seizures, brain inflammation. There's been reported deaths, encephalitis, pneumonia. Um, and it's also demonstrated causing immunodeficiencies that are permanent. Yeah. I mean, I think I'll take chicken pox. I had it for five or six days. I was itchy and I stayed home and watched cartoons and then it was done. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then you'll never get it again. Yeah, you know, no, the, the I, I don't rare. really care for brain inflammation. It's not my favorite. And also shock and death, you know, uh. Uh, I'm not a big fan <laughs> and i <think laughs> just saying
3: I put this story out earlier this week matter of fact it was the day I was having that debate uh, you know this it's a story from this gentleman that uh, said what happened when I refused when I refused my tetanus vaccine and basically they use fear they told this guy he was gonna die in three days if he didn't get his tetanus That's- shot and uh, you know they, they fear-monger you and I actually experienced this when I went to the hospital it wasn't about vaccines, it was just about medicine, uh, uh pharmace- pharmaceuticals in general, because they wanted to put me on a, on a, on um, a beta blocker, because I was having an issue with my heart palpitating and racing. And, mm-hmm. um, I refused it, and the doctor, the, the, uh, the, the, who's the heart doctor, what do they call them? Uh,
1: cardiologist. cardiologist.
3: The cardiologist wouldn't even, like, talk to me. He w- didn't give me test results, didn't nothing, but wouldn't let me set up an appointment after I got out, because I refused to take the beta blocker they wanted to put me on.
5: Right. And for no reason. Well, just take this because it's what we think you should do. I'm telling you, man, I fucking hate the medical system because, you know, those fuckers overdosed me of vancomycin, you know, two years ago, uh, last month. Um, I, at the, at the end, you know, six months later, when they finally amputated my toe, they actually gave me a worse regime of antibiotics. Uh, than before and I really I was I got up and I was gonna fucking punch the doctor I and I had that. to actually yeah I had they called security on me um, I wound up just leaving the hospital you know I tell people I walked up but I was I actually went out in a wheelchair but um you know there's three times in, in my in the recent years where I've had to like physically like, I had to like flex my muscles to somebody and they're all fucking doctors I almost beat the shit of a doctor because he wouldn't treat my son because he was late to you know like a, a clinic and I was like, well, your people told me that you'd be here, and you're here two hours later. I was like, I would have taken him somewhere else. It was what I want to treat him because, you know, you're 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 a little upset. I was like, and this is exactly what I said to the guy. I was like, if you don't treat him, bad things will happen. And I, I was like, in my head, I was like, if he's not treating my son, he's not treating anybody today.
3: Right, right. you were know, just gonna knock him uh, out, so he couldn't do anything.
4: I wanted to say, I was
5: gonna beat. It was. It's. It, I very rarely get that angry, but you, I was like, I am going to kill this guy. Mm-hmm. And of course, you, you know, he wasn't. Uh, not like it makes a difference, but he wasn't an American. And, and most
3: most people don't understand that these. You know, people think that doctors know everything about these drugs they're prescribing. You know, they have. They. They don't the drugs or the vaccines all they know is that the pharmaceutical rep came in and said, "Hey, if you got a patient with this problem, we found that this drug works." A pharmacist knows more about the drugs than a doctor does. You know, they just don't even they they don't have the knowledge of the drug. They're just told to use this for this problem. Use this for this problem. It's right. it's, it's a sad case that that's the way it goes. Uh, yeah, that's doc- what,
5: when that doctor was saying to me that he, you know, this is what the book says. I was like, "What are you fucking uh, using WebMD to 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 take care of me?" Right. I said that to his face, and I'm like, "Really? That's what the book says?" After after you've actually cut bones out of my body to get rid of this infection, you're going to give me more antibiotics for twelve weeks intravenously with de- tests every day because they didn't even test me every day when I had the infection. And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And that's when I was like, "I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking kill this guy." I actually switched from my wheelchair to a walker, and I was walking around the fucking hospital looking for him.
4: I was ready to fucking knock him out.
3: (laughs) Go ahead, honey. What were you gonna say?
4: Well, and that's the thing because I read this article too about the this whole um, tetanus story about this guy that, that went in, and the and the doctor said, you know, you're gonna die in three days if you don't get this vaccination. Tetanus is a serious thing, blah, 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 on and on. And they said it to him several times and got frustrated and the doctor just walked out and the nurse came in and had him sign a, you know, some sheet saying that they explained to him the, um, the risks he was taking. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, like- um, and he went home. He of course refused it and it sparked my interest. I wanted to look up the, um, how often that bacterial infection actually really occurs and what the risk of death is, okay? On average in the U.S., per year, there's about 50 cases of tetanus reported. About 11% of them that go unvaccinated are fatal.
3: They're right here, 10%. And this,
4: yep. and this is um usually found in... The elderly, usually 60 and older, that are already um, experiencing like other issues. So what you're
5: saying is you have you have a 90% chance of everything being okay.
4: Right now, if you get the vaccine, um, in those studies they have found on average. Now they do about 120 to 150,000 of those vaccines per year. However, they they show at least 67 or more deaths per year as a result. Um Say that again. At least 67 deaths per year as a result.
5: So wait a minute. Oh, 10 percent. I thought you meant 10 people die. All right. So no, no. 10 percent what,
4: of 50 people per year. So you're talking about five unvaccinated deaths per year
5: die there and is, 67 die vaccinated.
4: Yes, so tell me how that makes sense, please.
3: That's government numbers for you and
5: government <laughs> logic.
4: <laughs> yeah, it totally
3: is. I like in this article here, Um he, he then, he says, I then asked, does the vaccine contain ther- uh, th- uh, thimerosal? He's asking the doctor. Uh, the doc, he looked at me and responded, I have no idea what that is. <laughs>
5: Wow. Not, the doctor said he has no idea what thimerosal yeah, is? Yeah,
3: yeah, that's what this guy reports really? in his article. Yeah. We're
5: just a couple of idiots on the radio and we know what it is.
3: <laughs> I know. That's
5: kind of crazy. Uh,
3: you know, I, I've seen studies, there's a, there's a really uh, interesting video out there and they take, um, thimerosal is a, um, is a, um, uh, a metal, what the hell, like for my brain. Mercury. My mercury, thank it. you. America. A mercury compound that's uh, used to preserve uh, the vaccine. And They, do they this call it
5: here. They call it here organo mercury. Like it's supposed to be organic.
3: Yeah, like it's okay for you. But there's this. There's this video, and it was a study done, and they had um, live brain tissue, and they injected it with uh thimerosal, at, just at the tip of it, and you watch the brain tissue die, in <laughs> in like real time, just slowly die as it's as it's touching it. Um, you
4: showed me that, didn't you? Yeah,
3: a long time ago. Yeah. That's an older video. Um, and it's just amazing that people. And again... Oh, shit. What? It's in tattooing, too. Is it real? Thimerosal?
5: Yeah, here you go. Thimerosal is commonly known in the U.S. Uh, th- whatever. is an organomercury compound. The compound is a well-established antiseptic, antiseptic antifungal agent. The pharmaceutical corporation, Eli Lilly and company, gave the Thimerosal the trade name has been used as a preservative in vaccines, immunoglobulin preparation, skin test, antigens, anti-something or others, ophthalmolic and nasal products. And tattooing.
3: I'm glad I don't have a tattoo. Me
5: too.
4: You can also enjoy some chick embryo cell culture and some fetal bovine serum in your vaccines. Yeah, well that's, I got I'm okay, I'm okay with that because I eat yeah. chicken
5: and bovine all the time.
4: Oh, well,
3: here's, a, here's what's in the regular flu shot. Uh, egg proteins, including avian contaminated virus, uh, gelatin can cause allerg- allergic reactions and anaphylaxic are, are used associated with sensitive, sensitive are used are usually associated with sensitivity to egg or gelatin. Uh polysorbite eighty. Um polysorbite eighty. Polysorbite eighty. Uh what else we got here? Formaldehyde, also known as car, car- carcinogen. carcinogen, thank you. <laughs> now
5: that one you can drink
3: out. Triton of. <laughs> Triton X one hundred, a strong detergent. Uh surc surcrose table sucrose, sugar. Surcrose, resin sucrose, res- <laughs> Go ahead.
4: Genomycin <laughs> <laughs> and thomerosol.
3: Yeah. So all those right. are all things in your in your flu shot. Uh we got Scotty from St. Louis on the line. What's up, buddy? What's
8: up, guys? How you doing? Uh uh, uh, uh I called to yell at Dave.
3: <laughs> to yell at Dave.
8: Why? Yeah, Why? Why would you do as that? a person that tattoos and know how tattoo ink is made. There's no mercury in newer inks. Older inks, like way back in the day, yes. New inks, no.
4: How do you know? Did you ask?
8: Because I because I studied how inks are made, the metals that are used, uh, how they sterilize inks now. Um, a lot of your inks are starting to be made organically, um, without metals. Uh, you know, so it's
4: a different a age of A lot of them, or uh, all of them. Do the what? A lot of them, or all of them.
8: And then, well, the good inks that people like uh, myself use. Uh, you know, when you're paying you know, for, for 12 colors, you're paying seven $800 for colors, you're, you're buying really good inks. Now, if you're buying these junk shit that they're selling at these local, uh, supply stores that have no name on them, yeah, that's probably bad ink, like, designed back in the 60s, 70s, you know, back then it was more heavy metals involved in the inks, but now, like I said, a lot of your inks like, uh, bombs are made with, uh, organics, less metals, um. Then you've got a uh, skin candy, which is a sterilized ink, um, and it's made with more organics so what than you're, it was, you
3: know. So what you're saying, Scotty, is that if you're going to get a tattoo and you concern yourself with things like we concern ourselves with, uh, you have to go find a good reputable tattooer who knows his stuff who and ask them if they use, uh, based or preserved uh, ink.
8: Yeah. You want to, you want to find out if they're using, sterilized inks and organic inks nowadays, because, yeah, he is right. Back in the day, there were really, really heavy metals in ink.
3: All right, cool. Well, I appreciate you straightening Dave out there, Scotty.
5: I, I was just well, reading from Wikipedia, so it's not, <laughs> it's not something I, I – like, I, I, uh,
8: he, He's not completely wrong. It is just a good idea to, you know, check people out with organics and shit like that. You get better in
5: that way
3: and
1: better actually.
8: tattoo.
3: Excellent. Well, that's, I,
5: a, that's, a, that's a public service announcement. That's actually fairly interesting.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Scotty. We appreciate it. Listen, i, I got to get into a break, though, because I'm already running late on Brad. Bye, guys. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Bye. Peace. Bye, so, yeah, we're going to run into a break now because we are already five minutes over, and I tweeted him five minutes ago. We'd be calling him. I might just retweeted him, okay, maybe five more minutes. So, <laughs> so, uh, Don't
5: keep the man waiting.
3: Yeah. All right. Go do your thing, man. Yeah, we're going to run this break here. We will be back. You guys are listening to The First 52 on RazRadioLive.com. Uh we'll talk to you in about five ten minutes.
7: Like at our doors Turning all our children into hooligans and whores. This, this
9: is for the horse. Don't care, I'll keep it fresh for the show And I'll wake them there Political smash, watch me bring the noise It's the red dawn, my Wolverine sound off Return the glory, redistribute the fame American horror stories gonna rot your brain No, it's not the same, it's moving way too fast Notice how the good things in life don't last It's called the slow creep, through socialistic views You political fool They're gonna rob your shoes So let's make freedom hot Mr. Conspiracy's back That's why I'm swinging my sounds On these liberty tracks So don't hold me back Cause that's how I roll When I return to heist The mass system of control Cause they poison your health To make you accept the lies So I point it out Before the masses die Why? I'm a proof MC. I leave the booth empty because I proof MC. You're a school MC. Just a novelty act. Get uncouth on me and I gotta react. I'm a gutter motherfucker and I favor the ice pick. Over the desert eagle and I'm lounging with heist click. There ain't no stopping, shit is popping like Mr. Wiggles. We torture genocide rappers for shits and giggles. I got a rod to blind you And I won't play God to this do not who signed you I am obliged to provide the spine to Squish on your jellyfish, don't try to hide, we'll find you And when we do, don't act like a Palamon I'm just doing my job, Christmas Day or Valentine i brand your motherfucking forehead with a dollar sign Hands off, Iran, liberty for Palestine Like
7: communists.
10: like in my hand
2: Friedman for bradblog.com you're listening to the first 52 God only
3: knows why all right guys here we go second hour with the first 52 on razradiolive.com I hope you got your break on because we got our buddy Brad Friedman coming here in a minute and uh, God knows how long that could take so you might not be able to step away to get a break uh, I hope you guys enjoyed your little break there Dave I have you back over there.
1: Yes
3: you do. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Uh anything else we wanted to wrap on, up on before we go into Brad?
5: No, let's just get it over with.
3: Let's just get it over with. And Lexi <laughs> should be back with us soon, hopefully. On the line we've got the one and only Brad Freeman from BradBlog.com. You guys uh might listen to his Bradcast or maybe you hear him on DC every Thursday. Brad, how you doing, buddy?
2: I'm doing all right. How are you doing?
3: Excellent, man. uh, I want to thank you again for joining us. We always have a good time when we have you on. Uh, Like I put in my tweet earlier today, you're the man we love to hate but hate to love.
2: Oh, that's uh, almost nice of you.
3: (laughs) Well, we all can be a little snarky here and there, you know.
2: Uh, Yeah, well, uh, not me. You know me, never snarky. Uh, Speaking of snarky, uh, I hope Lexi's with us tonight.
3: She's not at her mic at this given moment, but I will make sure she returns with us soon.
2: Oh, good, because I'm starting to, you know, every time I come on, she, she's not feeling well. She's got to go. I'm, I'm kind of starting to take it personally. I, I miss her.
3: You have that effect on people sometimes, Brad.
2: <laughs> but I, I show up and they go scampering away? <laughs> no, or they get sick, one of the two. <laughs> I see. Okay. Uh, that's you- true. And, and that's Dave in the background, eh? Yep. That It'll- is
5: me. And I want to start off by doing a little ass kissing. Um, the last time I talked to you, I was actually on, uh, Dangerous Conversation. I was sitting in and, um, you had mentioned about the Central Park five and it took me yeah. a couple of weeks to watch it, but I watched it and it blew my mind. And because I, you know, I lived in Brooklyn at the time. I remember the story well and I can't believe how those kids were so fucked over. And, um, it's, it, it's amazing that how the mainstream media and the NYPD um forced to co- uh, forced these uh confessions and the media went with it and they basically convicted these people before they even uh got a chance at a fair trial
2: well, wasn't and, it amazing yeah. i thought it was an amazing uh, uh, film and yeah cuz i was uh, i was in new york at the time as well and here we are how many years later now uh, uh what 15 years later something like that and I had no idea until this film came out, and and these guys were, were were cleared of the charges back in I think it was 2003 or something like that, and we still had no idea that that was going on. So yeah, I I kind of felt you know quite bad about that, the fact that I didn't know, but I think that the more instructive is, you know, how many people does that happen to. Uh, that we don't hear about, that we have no idea about. I mean, this was, you know, a, a huge trial. Everybody remembers the, the Central Park rape case, the wilding, the, all of that stuff. And as it turns out, it was all bullshit. And these yeah. guys are still fighting. They've been cleared of the crimes. Uh, but, you know, but they're still uh, fighting for some kind of recompense. I mean, they were sent away for uh, like 10 years to jail, oh. one of them to Rikers Island. And these guys were kids, man. When you take a look yeah. at them, I don't even think I understood that at the time, that well, they were, you know, 14, 15-year-old kids.
5: Most of the kids went to Spofford. And one of the kids at 16 went to Rikers. Now, I had a friend that was a, that worked at Spofford, and he used to tell me some crazy shit that was going on there. And I used to deliver food to Rikers, and I could tell you how fucked up that place is. So it's amazing that all these kids actually, you know, didn't even, you know, kill themselves. Cause I know if, if I was, you know, 14 years old, and did some time in Spofford, you know, I might have hung myself. Or, or the 16 year old, I might have, you know, I wouldn't have lasted six weeks in that jail.
3: And after 10 years, you never get your life back, and you're completely yeah. changed after that. You know, you'll know, you never be what you could have been, um, going to jail at that age for, for something you didn't do and spending that time in hellish places like those. Yeah. It's just a sad but, story to hear.
2: So I just want to thank well, you for turning it, me it, on to again that. Again, though, you gotta just, you got to keep in mind how many other people this happens to every day yep. in our justice mm-hmm. system. Which is really an injustice system where, uh, you know, uh, Desi was on, uh, was, was guest hosting the Young Turks. Desi Doing is my uh, partner on uh, Green News Report. And she was on, uh, guest hosting Young Turks yesterday. They we're talking about this, uh, this so-called affluenza defense. Oh, God. And, you, know, you know, and I haven't looked into it, uh, very much. So I don't really, you know, know much about the story, but, you know, I think that the, <laughs> the real crime is that, uh, you know, some people have uh, expensive attorneys and uh, they can afford, uh, you know, experts, so-called experts, psychological experts to come forward and put forward a defense like that in the first place. I mean, that's the real crime in in many of these cases. These kids in, uh, in the Central Park, uh, the Central Park 5, the Central Park rape case, they had you know, they had nobody. They spent hours uh, without even having an, an attorney at all by their what? side, and they were shipped straight off to jail. So, I mean, there's just an unbelievable, unbelievable disparity in our justice system. And, yes, it is very much a racial divide in our justice system. And uh, it's uh the Central Park Five case really underscores that.
3: Yeah, I'd have to yeah. agree with you. And, you know, uh, it goes to show you, Brad, if you have money, you, you get to walk away and do a lot of things that you shouldn't be able to do. That go back to the 08 crash and, and what bankers went to jail, uh, for, for what happened. How many, how many rich people have gone to jail for doing things wrong? You, you never really see that. And that I think this, this rich teen kid, uh, story really, uh, really points that out. I mean, he killed four people, injured a couple other i don't remember the exact number i have the story pulled up if you want to hear it real fast um he injured a bunch of other people and because he had money and was a spoiled little piece of shit and if you see this kid he looks just he's got that you know i'm a rich my father's a rich man and i just don't it doesn't matter i can do whatever i want kind of look you know what i mean
2: yeah well I, you know i do and and it starts though i mean it really does it start on the racial level and i, I know that the, you, you're not supposed to talk about this because oh it's you know going to touch off you know the fact of the matter is uh if you're white you've got a much better chance of getting away with virtually everything than you do if you're brown or black that's just Really, that's just a fact. And, you know, the, I, I think, I can't remember, we may have uh, fought about the, uh, the Trayvon Martin case uh, before. Yeah, and, I think we did. Uh, asshole Zimmerman. Uh, you know, the, the notion that anyone uh, who had been black, who had shot somebody, frankly, whether they were black or white, in, in a case like that where there were no witnesses, that they would be let go for two weeks, I think it was, uh or more before Zimmerman was initially arrested in the first place is laughable do you mm-hmm. think they would have sent a young black man home with his gun uh after an incident like oh, that oh
3: hell no not at all and I, I don't think we actually fought about the case i think we were on the same page cuz i think he should have went to jail too but now we see you know what uh, four or five times he's had sense with the law since he's been uh um cleared of all charges you know, just recently with his girlfriend who's dropping it now, and the rumor is they, they're, 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 she's not pursuing that, uh, because they have a reality show they're working on together. Um, <laughs> well, you. I,
2: you know, it wouldn't surprise me at all. And of course, you know, people are, are, are innocent until proven guilty, but when you have story after story, when you hear, you know, nine eleven tapes like that from, from his girlfriend and then from his, uh, his estranged wife prior to that, both of them saying he's pointing guns at people, he's punching my father-in-law in the nose. I mean, you know, if there's any doubt in the world that Zimmerman should have gone to jail for killing Trayvon Martin, I, I hope that at least, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the people who thought otherwise have now come to their fucking senses and realized what a what a scam that was, and the fact that that guy should have never walked, yeah, never. I, and had he been black, he certainly wouldn't have walked.
3: I have to agree with you on that. And I do know some people that are kind of um, turning their story a little bit, but but keep in mind, once a dick, always a dick. Um, you know, <laughs> and, and he was a dick before; he's going to be a dick after, and he'll go to jail. <laughs> I think he'll go to jail eventually. I really do.
5: Fortunately, uh, he's moving hope- out of the state of Florida.
3: Yeah, hopefully he does move out of the state of Florida. We don't need no, that. He, we got enough crap in this state without him.
5: <laughs> yeah, now
2: he's, you got all, enough all crap. You got take... enough gun violence.
3: Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Brad, uh, not the last time, but the time before that we had you on. No, maybe it was the last time. Uh, uh, we last we did time, get into a whole gun debate uh, about gun laws and whether it makes it safer or not safer. And after that conversation, Dave spent a good ten to fifteen hours doing some research. Um, no, about eight, eight to, ten, eight, eight, hours. to t- eight to ten hours he spent doing some research and he actually compiled, uh, a list. And I'm gonna let him run this part of it because he did do all the work. Um, and I think, I think you'll be pleased with what he came up with. So go ahead, Dave. Why don't you, why don't we go over your numbers that you came up with uh, with right. Brad?
5: Well, first of all, I want to start off by where I got my data from. And I got it from the Brady Institute, which we could all agree is, well, definitely biased one way, but at least they're the ones keeping some some sort of uh, statistics. Uh, I got some shit from the Harvard study. And basically I got numbers because, you know, I'm a numbers, fact and figure type of guy. Now, your contention, Brad, was that laws prevent violence. And my contention is that laws create violence. You know, such places that don't have strict gun laws have less violence. And your contention was places that have uh, strong gun laws protect people. And would we we agree on
3: that, Brad? Would we agree that's where everybody sits? Uh, uh, Well,
2: I mean, I mean, you can find anecdotal, uh, uh, you know, incidents that don't match up with that. But yes, in general, the states. Uh, the data that I have seen uh, shows that, you know, the states that have, uh, uh, you know, stricter gun laws uh, have less gun violence and less gun death. Yeah.
3: Okay. I just want to make sure that Dave's, you know, sharing everything the way we agree on it. So go ahead, Dave.
2: Are you comfortable with uh,
5: when you average things out that you take the top number and the bottom number and you throw them out as statistical anomalies and that, uh, that way you have a better average? Are you comfortable with that?
2: N- uh, no. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, no. I mean, it depends what you're talking about. Well, you know, when you're taking a survey, when you're taking a poll, that's one thing, because polls have, uh you know, margins of error and, you know, there's a lot of guesswork. But when you're talking about hard data, when you're talking about, you know, numbers that can be quantified, like people killed by guns, it's hard to quantify, by the way, because uh the republicans in congress have gone out of their way to you know keep people like the uh cdc from being able to track uh gun deaths which is just obnoxious and you know uh, pathetic but uh no i i don't know why you would throw out the 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 well, highest and the lowest
5: well cuz that's what's what, what normal that's what that's what they do to to, to try to avoid statistical anomalies and and in and no, in well, my, no, 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 they, in no they
2: they they don't do that they they do that in cases again like, uh, like polls that have, you know, big margins of errors, which are sampling. But when you're talking about hard statistics, no, there's no reason to, to throw out, uh, real numbers at the top or real numbers at the bottom. And I don't even know well, where you're going with this, but just statistically. Well, yeah.
5: sti- I, I could rattle off some numbers here, but the point is, is that you're wrong and so am I. It seems to be, and 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 I got this other study that the laws actually don't affect it one way or the other. So I think now that's a you know a moot argument,
2: and we should
5: go on and about based you know, on based the, on
2: based on what? Because the statistics I have seen are, are quite the opposite of that. It's not moot all right. at all. But
5: the, the national average that I have here, and I did this I don't know six eight months ago. The national average. Is 4.21 deaths. I, fuck, I can't even remember how I did this. But, uh, no, cause I, well I have it on a spreadsheet, I'm looking at the numbers here. But California, the Brady score gives it 81. again, I don't even remember what it is. There, it's a four star rating. California is a four star rating when it comes to gun laws. And they have higher than the average, uh, national, uh, murder rate. Per capita. God damn it, I can't even remember the, the, the numbers. But um either way, whether you throw out the top and bottom of the top, the best state the, with the most laws and the least violence is Hawaii, and the least laws with the most violence is Louisiana. So I have one spreadsheet that uh, knocks them both out and one that keeps them. Either way, it, it's it's a statistical dead heat. It matters not whether you have a lot of laws or no laws. Violence is still the same. You have, well, you have I, some states that are higher and some states that are lower, and it just averages out to not making a difference.
2: You know, that's fine. I'd have to look at your statistics. The ones that I have seen are different. That said... You know, none of this was ever uh, g- g- about me or my opinions. I think i made this clear pretty much every time I brought it up, uh, or that it's come up anyway on on Scott's show. And would you take a moment, by the way, to to recognize that this is the uh, one-year anniversary since Sandy Hook, uh, that more than uh, that almost well, let's see, more than eleven thousand five hundred have been killed. By gun violence since Sandy Hook, that's killed by gun violence, not gun deaths. Gun deaths are over thirty-three thousand since Sandy Hook. Uh, just yeah, know, that, in this that, that includes one year alone.
5: That includes okay? the, the gun death. The gun deaths include suicide, and I, I think that's that's right. Really Sixty percent of gun deaths. To... Now, the, right. now so, my question
3: uh, would be: Does that include the five thousand people that have been killed by law enforcement by via gun? Well, uh, I whatever,
2: don't know that there
3: 5,000 killed, but uh,
2: if uh, if you say so, I'm I'm sure that is a part of the number when we're talking about at least you know 11,500 since Newtown uh, killed, not you know suicide. Uh, and by the way, su- suicide. 60% of gun deaths are suicide, uh, and the most effective way, far and away, to kill yourself is with a gun. Um, it, it just. You know, most people who try to kill themselves by other means fail. Most people who try to kill themselves with guns succeed. But what I started to say was, you know, all of that said, this has never been about my opinion about guns and whether I think we should have them or not. I've got, you know, I hear from, you know, jackasses on Twitter all the time after I'm on uh, Scott's show, you know, who think I have some jihad against guns. <laughs> I don't. What I have a jihad against is, uh, gaming the, uh, democratic representative system that we have in this country that is built into the Constitution that keeps, uh, these tools, these industries, uh, like the, uh, the NRA, uh, and, you know, which is a gun lobbyist. It's not a, not a gun club. It should not be a uh, a non-profit tax-exempt institution. It's a business. They are working for the gun industry, for the weapons industry, for the arms industry. uh, And they keep our Congress, and not just the U.S. Congress, but, you know, state Congress all over the place, from even holding votes on this stuff. And, you know, my complaint has always been, look, we live in a representative democracy. When you've got uh, 78% of NRA members who believe there should be background checks and that we should close the gun show loophole, 78% of NRA members believe that, and yet we can't even hold a, 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 a vote in the U.S. House or in the U.S. Senate, that's obscene. That is counter to everything that's in that Constitution that is counter to uh, you know the notion of representative democracy, and I think it's appalling. if people want guns, if people want less laws, if people want to make it easier to get guns, if they want to do away with background checks altogether, fine. if it, you know you put it up to a vote in the Congress, and if that's what people want, then that's what they want. But the fact is even Congress doesn't want that. Even Congress wants to close those uh, uh, background check loopholes. And yet they're not allowed to do it. They're not allowed to have a straight up or down vote on it. If they did, it would win wildly 65-55 as the vote. Uh, and so to me, that's just, uh, you know, that's uh, against the uh, democratic uh, values that that uh, we are supposed to, uh, that are, you know, this country is founded on.
5: I, I uh I have a little issue with you. Um I right, suppose they wanted to abridge the, your right of free speech. Do you think it should just go to a vote, or should it be a constitutional amendment?
2: We have, uh, the right to free speech is abridged all the time. There are no absolute right. rights I- in the Constitution. It's done all the time. No, I don't yeah, think the right should it, be un- put up.
5: Yeah, it's done unconstitutionally. Most of these things. it's no. It's, most actually, of these First no, amendment-
2: it's, it's done. It's done quite constitutionally.
3: How how is that yeah. like a free speech zone? You can't you know protest in front of a, a, a you couldn't protest at the JFK memorial. They were giving you a free speech zone. You couldn't just stand on the street and and do what you want. You couldn't hand out flyers. Right. Um, at the You're, isn't that kind of unconstitutional when you say? Right.
5: right, but that but that's that's I, also a a flippant one off law you know thing that they'll they'll enforce a, at certain times. I'm talking about if you want a a, a, a an a, a a change to the way the country or the federal government handles uh, weapons, it has to be a constitutional amendment because the Second Amendment Wait, says the right to for people to bear arms shall not be infringed. Now I don't know what your definition of, of "shall not be infringed" is, but you know there are twenty thousand laws in the books in this country which are infringing yeah. the rights of, of people's uh, uh, Second Amendment. Um, so well, I, I think I, if, I, if you have to have a grand scale, if you need, if you want a federal law, then it has to be a constitutional amendment. So voting I'll, I'll doesn't be matter. Happy to talk,
2: I'll be happy to talk about what I think uh "shall not be infringed" means, uh if you'll first explain to me what "well regulated" means. Well, see, because you seem to have I've, dropped that part out of the Second Amendment just
5: now. No. Well, if you're going to, if you want to talk about dropping, it's "well regulated militia." All right. There's a word uh-huh. after "regulated," and 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 but then the, the word, this word before it,
2: "well" too. What's that word?
5: Uh, so, it's a well-regulated militia. So, it's the militia uh. that's regulated. It's, it's a collection of, uh, militia is many people, a single person, it, it, it should not be infringed. A person by themselves is not as dangerous as a, a bunch of people together, as a militia. Now, the militia, <laughs> well, the word militia has been co-opted over the past 250 years because it was basically militias that won the war, the Revolutionary War.
2: Right? Uh-huh. There was no yeah, well, federal I, army. There was, there was I would, no local army. Yeah. I, I would uh, strongly disagree with you and the NRA's uh, new definition that started around 1978 of militia. Uh, if you go back in history, you'll see a rather different definition of, of militia before the NRA was taken over and decided to rewrite history. But again, uh, where does it say in the Constitution that there shall be no background checks before uh, guns are purchased. Is that is that in the Constitution?
5: It says shall not be infringed. Now, it, what is a background the, check going to do? The, Hold on. The, the, what is a background it check right? going
2: to do? Does it say the right to buy arms shall not be infringed?
5: The right for people to keep and bear
2: arms. To keep and bear arms. But what does it say about buying arms?
5: So, in other words, I could build them myself but I just can't buy it.
3: But you can't by federal law, build your own gun.
5: Well, see, that would, be, right. that, would be take, that would be taken care of under the Interstate Commerce Clause. All right? When, no. when if I'm buying a gun that's built in, you know, Georgia, you know, uh-huh. th- then, then so, you can regulate so, that...
2: okay. so you agree that the government has the right uh, to oversee the purchase of guns. And so, for example, if they want to institute no. a background check at gun shows, they may do that.
5: They're regulating the commerce across state lines. It does not mean that you can't have it. It's just saying they're regulating it so that.
2: And, and when they say right. so, regulate, so I we agree. The, there there is it's, no constitutional. No, it's, b-
5: no. The, I would the, like the, the, uh, the interstate uh, commerce clause. The interstate commerce clause is there so that uh, Florida doesn't doesn't have uh, import taxes on peaches from Georgia. It's the same thing with guns It's the same thing with it it's so there's no tariffs that's what the interstate commerce call it, and that's the only way that you could kind of regulate uh guns there's the, you know
2: oh, no no uh, no that's not true we're talking about if you want to talk about the it's it's the right to keep and bear if you want to you know suddenly be a uh uh you know someone who who takes every word in the constitution as uh, a literalist, the way uh, Scalia pretends that he does, and by the way, he doesn't. He's a liar. But if if that's what you want to do, then fine. The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. That has nothing to do with buying guns. It's not in the Constitution. So we agree, and if you want to put it off on the Commerce Clause, that's up to you. But uh, we agree, then, that the Congress has a right to institute background checks do we agree with that I do not you do not why why is that not. in uh, you may be against it Dave and that's fine I'm not I'm not uh, I, saying I, I, whether you should be for it or against it
5: but the, the states what, what, the states where is it in the Constitution the states that have uh, virtually no checks are turns out are one of the safest states to be in A friend of mine in, in Vermont uh, he, he can have all the guns he wants Oddly enough he, he he can't take them out because all the surrounding states have to have concealed weapons permit uh you, you have to be permitted but in his state you don't have to be permitted they don't they don't that, look it up That's
2: fine Dave that, that's not my if, question if, that's not even if close a convi- to my question
5: If you're a convicted felon then I'm all, then I'm for it and then you could stop it that's been around See, since uh, before why? America was Brad
3: something we talked about before you were on with us we were talking about uh the legalization of marijuana and apparently people are losing their concealed carry permits because they have a medical card. Um, we're seeing that we're going to investigate in this a little bit more. So that's because a federal law says or the, they say you can't use illegal drugs if you have a concealed, you know, when you apply for your concealed carry. Now, if you have a medical card within your state to use marijuana and your state issues you a, a concealed carry permit prior to you having that medical card, and then they go and pull it. wouldn't you say that that is is asinine because you it, it's now a prescription drug basically, and you can have all the prescription drugs in the world and still have a concealed carry web, uh, permit
2: uh, yeah I, I would say that's asinine, but the question is not what is asinine and the question is not as as Dave said you know. Uh, what law makes you safer or doesn't make you safer? That was not my question. My question was, uh, where in the Constitution does it say that you cannot uh, have, uh, uh, you know, institute background checks? They have been found, by the way, uh, by the courts, which is how we determine what's constitutional and what isn't. By the way, we we don't, you know, just ask some guy if he thinks it's constitutional. Huh. It goes through the court system. And, you know, background checks have been found to be constitutional. It's not really a, it, it's not. It's certainly not a constitutional issue at all right now. So my question was, uh, other than Dave, Dave seems to be the only one who has found some sort of constitution. Actually, so what is the constitutional barrier to background checks, Dave?
5: Uh, actually, uh, if you really want to get technical, it's the Tenth Amendment. Because the first nine say that, that, you know, this is what the federal government is supposed to. Because remember, the Constitution is a list of rules that the federal government has to abide by. And the Tenth Amendment dictates that, hey, if we didn't cover it in these last nine, then it's up to the state's rights. So if, if my <laughs> state of Florida, well, uh, uh, if, well, that, if my state this, of Florida wants to institute a background check, yeah. then that's constant, that's fine. But not a okay. federal law. It's up to the state. So, okay,
2: so it's, it's, so it's not the Second Amendment. That keeps us from putting in a background check. It's not the Commerce Clause that keeps us from putting in a background check. It's the, uh, the, the catch-all position for everything that you or anybody else is against. We can all pretend that the Tenth Amendment bars it. Is that, is that, that's your position? No, the, it's the, now the, the 10th Tenth Amendment that bars background checks?
5: The Tenth Amendment dictates that if, if, uh, that the federal government doesn't have that power, if the power relies on the state, and this is what what happens with most people in this country is that they think the federal the federal government trumps all. When in reality, the federal government's only supposed to do the you know first through nine amendments, and the tenth amendment was, was said, "Hey, it's up to the states at this point."
2: Yeah, that's that's I, I know the tenther argument. Uh, it, it has been rejected for uh, centuries. <laughs> I was going to say decades. It's been rejected for centuries in this country, and so you can make it if you want. The courts reject it. The courts laugh at you. The courts throw it out. And frankly, if anybody reads the Tenth Amendment, I don't have it here in front of me, but you can read it, uh, I think on its, on its face, it does not support your argument. So, but in I any can, case, I can read your you argument like, is...
3: I can, I can read it for you if you'd like.
2: Well, no, before we get too far, I'm happy to, but before we get too far, I just want to make sure Dave is saying, that it's not the Second Amendment that bars uh, background checks. It's not the uh, the Commerce Clause that that, that keeps us from uh, having instituting background checks. It's only the Tenth Amendment. That's your only argument. Is that correct? That Other keeps, than that, that keeps a federal, a federal
3: a federal background, background check. check. Yeah, right. I, I think that's where okay,
2: a fed, Right. I understand a federal background check. So the fact that we have background checks now for I think it's sixty percent of gun sales. You believe that's unconstitutional, even though the courts, including the Supreme Court, says otherwise. Correct? Correct. Correct. No. Okay. <laughs> even though, so,
5: even though I've got, even though I've gotten four or five guns and I've had to go get a background check each and every time, I play their game. Well, yeah, but but, 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 I don't but you, you you
2: find you believe it's unconstitutional. You believe that the the Congress, the executive branch, and the uh, the judicial branch are all wrong. Dave is right when it comes to interpreting the Constitution. I think most because of the American Because if that's the, the case, government... which is fine, may, maybe you are, but the problem is we can't really have a conversation if there are no ground rules, if everything is up to Dave's interpretation <laughs> of an amendment, an interpretation, mind you, which has been rejected for centuries by well, all three branches of government. Well, so I mean, that, that makes a conversation just, difficult just, just... to have. My point is... If My point is, if currently background checks have been found to be legal, have been found to be constitutional, federal background checks, if that is the case, and by the way, it is the case, then if the federal government wants to expand that to close the gun show loophole, they should be able to put it up for a vote. And if it goes down, if the people don't want it, so be it. But the fact that the arms industry, that major corporations control the Congress to keep a vote from even happening, that's my problem. That's what I have. That's what really ticks me off.
3: And I can agree with you with what you said about the NRA and, and being a 501C3 and or C4 or whatever the hell it is. I agree with you with that, that they shouldn't be able to do uh, the powers that they have and, and have the influence that they have, I think we have a lot of that on multiple different levels from multiple different agencies, pharmaceutical being one of them also, um, that yeah. that have that pressure and influence. You keep throwing out the gun sh- the gun show uh, loophole. Can you explain to me what that is? Uh, I think I have a clear idea, but what what you're referring to when you say that?
2: well essentially that uh there is no that 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 if you want to go to a gun store for you buy or buy a gun from a licensed uh dealer even at a gun show they have to run it through a background check and there's different types of background checks and so forth but if you uh want to uh, say that oh i'm just a uh a, a hobbyist selling these thousand or so uh, you know semi automatic uh, guns uh, at a gun show, you can sell them, then you can walk out into the parking lot, and you can sell them there, you can hand them off to anybody you want, and that's kind of a gun show loophole, and, uh, 40%, I think it's 40, um are, uh, of guns that are, that are sold legally are sold through that loophole. It now, might be 60%, but I think it's
3: 40%. Now every gun show right. I've been to, the private people selling their guns either have to sell it to the the licensed gun dealers there, or uh-huh. um, they they can't do any business within the building. Um, so you're basically saying person to person sale. So if I wanna if I wanna sell my gun to Dave, um, you don't think I should be able to do that without having to go through a, a background check?
2: Again, this is not about my position on any of this. This is about whether we should have a government that is allowed to vote on things that the people want.
6: And it's as long as it doesn't states. violate
2: a right, and I see no right in the Constitution that says you have a right to have unfettered purchases of any type of weaponry you want in any amount forever, it's okay. not there. It's not in the Constitution. All
5: right. All right. Um, I'm going to read a sentence to you, and I want your I want your interpretation of it. Okay. It's the Tenth Amendment. The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution nor prohibited by it to the states are reserved to the states respectively or to the people in other right. words uh if it ain't in the constitution then it's up to the states to deal with
2: right i believe and, and that that's my is,
5: interpretation it, it, of it
2: well well that's right, right. but the con- uh, what does it say the first sentence is, is what i'm sorry i don't have it in front of me
3: the power is the not power- delegated to the united states by the constitution
2: Right now, does the Constitution
3: delegate uh, Congress uh, sh- that they shall
5: make laws? What? Wait, what? No, no, Congress makes laws. All right, and federal and again, laws. It, it, right, we're right. talking federal. There's two different animals here, and and most people in this country like it that the federal government takes over everything. I'm the kind of guy that likes, you know, that that the states do their own thing. It's, the states should be like their own little countries. With the exception of, you know, freedom of speech, guns, and interstate commerce, you know, blah blah blah. Um, I like it that the states make it. Wrong. I like that in this state that I live in, I I actually can own a concealed weapon, and when I ride my motorcycle, I don't have to wear a helmet, and I don't I actually don't even have to have insurance on that thing. Um, but in New York, I I couldn't even get a target permit in Long Island because I was going through a divorce. And you know, that, it, I I feel New York is a Nazi state. And then you know, there's another uh, California you got. I mean, shit, you can get weed delivered to you. I love that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not
3: not legally, as
2: far as I know, but
5: well, that ain't how I heard it. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drop a dime on.
3: Yeah, we've been told definitely by somebody else who lives in California. So yeah.
2: Uh, well, may, may, maybe it is legal. I mean, we have actually more. I live in Los Angeles. We now have more uh, uh, dispensaries than we have Starbucks in this town.
3: Well, we we've beat the gun thing I think to death. I did want to I did want to yeah. get your uh, your definition of what the gun shop loophole is, and I think that, uh personally, again, I, I know we're not talking personally, uh, but I don't feel it's a problem for me to be able to sell a gun to my friend, my son my uncle things like that but i don't want to keep beating that's all
2: that's all well and good as a matter of fact i think there was a carve out for you know family members uh something like that in in the uh in the bill that the congress was not allowed to vote on that's the point point. And I would, you know, go to bat just as much for Dave's uh, wrong opinion or your wrong opinion or my wrong opinion. It's not about the opinions. It's about the way this country is supposed to function. And it's not supposed to function in such a way that a vote is not even allowed to be had, that the majority of members of Congress are in favor of something, but we can't have it. Because of, uh, because of this institutional bullshit that's been put in, uh, you know, on behalf of, uh, corporations, essentially. Well,
3: the only All thing, the right. only argument, the last thing I'm gonna say about this is the, the whole thing with, uh, the, you just said there's a clause that allows family transfer. Well, in the case of, of Sandy Hook, um that means the mother could have sold the, the, the kid a gun if she wanted to, or transferred a gun to him if she wanted to. Legally. Well, that's
2: right. Although I think he was a minor and the question was, uh, you know, w- what background check and I don't know what background check that, that that she made in the first place. Gun laws, uh, you know, gun safety laws are not going to stop. Uh, all, uh, you know, murders, all accidental deaths, all suicides.
3: I like how you That's rephrased that, point. by the way. Instead of saying gun laws, you said gun safety laws. And is this a play the liberals are using now in words to, to, <laughs> to try to get things passed, Brad?
2: I I wouldn't know. You'll have to ask them. But uh, I'm 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 about democracy, and uh, you know that's why I fight for all kinds of things and all kinds of people who I completely do not agree with. You know, I would go to bat. Remember when the ACLU went to bat for the, uh, the Ku Klux Klan up in Illinois when they wanted to march uh, twenty years ago? They were absolutely right to do that. You know, I was about four up in Skokie, Illinois. I was about four. Uh, so I couldn't uh, partake in, in, in the ACLU's effort there, but they were absolutely right. It's about, you know, defending when it comes to free speech. It's about defending things that are not popular. Nobody, nobody is needed to go to bat for people to say popular things. That's not the point. So that's the point when I'm talking about all of these things. It's not just gun issues. It's speech issues. It's everything else we deserve to have a country that is not run by corporations. And that is what we have right now in this country. Not a government of the people, by the people, and for the people, but of the corporations, by the corporations, and for the corporations only. And they're turning this country and this globe into a, fucking
3: mess. I agree with you on that 100%, honestly.
5: Well, I disagree that it's corporations doing it. It's the government doing it. They're the ones that are allowing the lobbyists to to sway them. They're the ones that are getting paid off. If it wasn't for the government, the corporations couldn't do
3: shit. That's a good point, too, I must say. Well, Uh,
2: the unless you prefer anarchy, which is fine. I know that a lot of people do. A lot of people that I respect prefer anarchy. I don't. I actually prefer the Constitution and the governance uh, that it lays out. I think it's a damn good Constitution. But if you're against the Constitution and you wish to do away with government, that is also a, a, an argument that I would support you making.
3: Now, one last thing, I guess, because, Will, one of our listeners tweeted out. He said, you know, I hate to use this again, but, um, you know, criminals don't follow laws to begin with. So how is that going to reduce... Um, Things like I don't that. think he's
5: really. I don't really think he's he's actually for the law so much. He's for the process of going for the vote, right? Well, I that, get that, that, that that's Brad. the message that I keep hearing with him is it's it's not so much the law because he's not the gun grabber because we think he owns guns, Um but I think we he, have this he belief he does at least. Well, well, I think he might have admitted it one time or other when these zillion gun conversations we've had. Um But I think he's just. I think he's just. Uh, He has a different interpretation of constitution and federal law than, than, than we do. Right. And let's just leave it at that and move on. Let's, let's move on. Uh,
2: Well no, let me respond to your, let me respond to your uh, Twitterer though. It's a really stupid argument. Yeah, seatbelts in cars doesn't stop everybody from dying in a car. Uh, making murder illegal doesn't stop people from murdering. Yet I think the idea that murder is illegal is probably a pretty good idea, and I suspect most uh, people on this conversation would be in favor of that. So, no laws don't keep everything from happening. That is not a reason to not pass a law that can save tens uh, or you know tens of thousands of lives a year. Well, well
5: what's the, if there's already a law against murder? Why do we have to uh, actually regulate the tools of murder? Because nobody's regulating knives, nobody's regulating cars, know, nobody's regulating.
3: Actually, you know, knives I, are I, regulated. Are Dave. you Are
2: you out of your fucking mind? What do you mean nobody's regulating cars?
3: I mean when you when you use them as a uh, weapon, source of murder. And, and I weapon. have to disagree with you also, Dave, because knives are regulated because. Um, not my
5: not my fucking not my twelve inch kitchen knife.
3: Well, that's true. I'll give you that one. Actually, but. it is.
2: Actually, your twelve inch kitchen knife is regulated, and those are I didn't, checked to make sure minute. that they're not.
3: I I didn't. I didn't have to
5: register. I didn't have to tell anybody about it. I just went to the store, dropped a hundred bucks on a fucking nice knife, and I could have turned around and slit the girl's throat. And it wouldn't, you know, the 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 the, uh, an extra law, you know, I committed murder. It matters not what the tool I used. It I committed murder, and there's a law for that
2: already. We don't need extra laws. We actually we already have extra laws for knives. (laughs) For, for the knives, for the import of knives, for the way the knives are made, that they can't be made out of lead. There's all kinds of laws, and, and your your car thing is just absolutely ridiculous from top to bottom. There are so no. many regulations and specifications. All of those specifications for guns are out the window. Congress has made it illegal uh, you know, to, to even oversee guns the way we would oversee, uh, uh, you know, a stereo player, a computer, or a kitchen knife. Congress has gone out of its way, uh, you know. Right. Well, at, well hold on a, a second. You're you're, ta- to do that.
5: you're, you're talking about the importation of things. Yes, I'm okay with laws and the importation of this country. But when it's built in this country, there should be no extra law for, for Well, the, the, know, the, the use NRA of a disagrees tool.
2: with you about that, that there should be no laws for the importation or exportation of guns. Uh, and I'm not only talking about the importation of, of these things. Uh, if you open up a, a company tomorrow and you start making kitchen knives and you start making them out of lead, you will have a problem with the law before very long, Dave. Also, if you make a a, gu- a, a, a knife that uh, ends up hurting people, that comes off, and. At- Breaks apart, that falls into the food. You're going to have all kinds of problems with the law. We regulate right, the, the, all the, sorts the, of things. Except right, there's I'm, a law,
5: right? If 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 I ha- if I create something that's faulty, yeah, then I cause damage. But that doesn't
2: have to be. Not a if it's a gun. Like said, You can make a faulty I, gun and you're fine, dude. Wow. Well, How's... You can't sue, you can't sue the gun companies. The gun companies cannot be held liable for what their guns do. Well, you can't if sue the gun... vaccine
3: makers either, though.
2: Again, that's a separate issue. And if you're pissed yeah. off about that, as I am, then do something about it. That doesn't mean that because something sucks, we should make everything suck. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's just a big so sucker in anyway all right yeah let's get off guns here because we we could let's go on, on for hours with, with guns and i don't know how long you're gonna stick with us tonight we're almost at the top of the and hour. you guys would still be wrong but that's okay <laughs> we're always I, I tweeted that out brad everything kind of forms into your your uh, your argument a lot of times we see um what what's your facts what, do that yeah <laughs> facts do that what's your uh have you seen the robert levinson story yet
2: uh, I hope I've i seen what uh, what the AP wrote. Yeah, yeah what, Pretty do
3: you, amazing. what do you think about that? We don't we don't have the CIA doing illegal activities in other countries, do we?
2: Who whoever said that? That's what the CIA is
3: for. <laughs> I'm not saying You Fox said News. that. I'm saying yeah, yeah. It's been well, standard. That... Go ahead. It,
2: it, well, I I actually don't know that. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know that the Robert Levinson Robert Levinson story underscores anything. Uh, as you just said, illegal in other countries. I, I don't think there was anything illegal about what uh, what he was doing or what he was involved in, uh, as far as I can tell from the AP story.
3: Right. Well, I mean, he was he was in another country, obviously uh, trying to do some operations for the CIA. We know the CIA has been involved, you know, go all the way back to the Bay of Pigs. It's one of the most uh, um, untrusting organizations I think we have in our country, next to the NSA. Um, I just what 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 do we really need them for at this point in time? Um, do do you do you believe the CIA is something we should have around? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, why I is do. that? May I ask?
2: Uh, and and the NSA as well, by the way. Oh. Um, because I I I I think they do a lot of good. I think they do a lot of good and really important things. The problem is not what they you know what they do that is legal the problem is the lack of oversight now you know by necessity a lot of the stuff that these guys do uh, can't have you know can't be made public but there still needs to be some form of legitimate oversight and what we see for example with the NSA was they pretend there is oversight they pretend that there is congressional oversight uh, which there isn't they pretend that there is a uh, judicial oversight with the FISA court which there isn't um and and so you know these things that are done in secret necessarily in in many cases um are running afoul of the law and so the problem i don't think is is the agencies themselves i mean there's problems with the way they're run you know you've got the guy who's been running for uh... running the nsa for fifteen years uh, longer than, or, or something like that. Longer than Hoover ran the FBI, and you saw what happened when you know Hoover was the institutional king of the FBI. So you have all kinds of abuses. You don't have the checks and balances. You have guys like um, uh, the executive director of the NSA comes before Congress and blatantly lies, and everybody knows that he lies, and he agreed that he lied and he's not held accountable. So that's the problem with the system. It's not in my opinion anyway, uh the NSA or the CIA itself. Yeah, I believe that we need to very much and you know, I've I've known a lot of people who have who have worked from uh, for both places. They're good people. They do really good and important work um but there needs to they need to follow the law and there needs to be oversight to make sure that they do.
3: Well now you know our stance on a lot of different things um uh, you know 911 and and JFK and and all these different things we see go on uh that we believe there's government entities involved with um, you know, the CIA is supposed to be out there to watch other countries, but we believe that they do a lot of things within the country itself, which would be against its charter from the, or its, its rules or what it's formed for. Um, so how mm-hmm. do we stop that? I mean, you said everything has to be, you know, a lot of things that they do is has to be in secrecy, uh, but yet they're using money provided by us or money they get from drug dealing and, and gun running uh to do their operations so why should we the people not have a say in what they're doing or or be allowed to um be involved in the decision making they, they that they do well we should
2: have uh be involved in their decision making we should have a say over what they do uh you know you should run for congress with the idea that you want more oversight for the CIA. And if you don't want to run for Congress, you should help someone else run for Congress, you know, who, who wants to do that, who's willing to do that. Um, we need more whistleblowers coming forward. We've got a lot of great whistleblowers. I mean, I, I, if you ask, you know, right now, who, who are my heroes, uh, there's a whole bunch of them that are, you know, uh, you know, intelligent, uh, former intelligence people, uh, CIA, NSA, um, you know, DIA you know, whistleblowers who have right. come forward and said this is going on and that's going on. That's how uh, you know it needs to work. We need to have more people coming forward. But if you don't like the system, change it. That's why we have, and this is why you know so much of what I do comes back to elections because we need to be able to have clean elections so that we can throw the bums out. But as long as our elections have been taken over by money, by corporate money, uh, that should have, that has Absolutely no place whatsoever in any election. If you get the money out of politics, then you solve everything. You solve every goddamn problem that this country and this globe, thanks to us and the United States and the shit we do, is facing. It's over because, you know, the, the, the senators, the congressmen, they don't have to couch out of the corporate interest while the, well, they pretend that corporations are people and allowed to, you know, and that money is speech. And, you know, that's the problem. That is absolutely at the core of absolutely everything. We have a damn good system. It's a damn good constitution, uh, including the things that weren't so good, because it allows us to change those things. But as long as we're held up by, uh, you know, by corporate money, uh, we're we're kind of fucked in this
3: country. So, so you would almost be willing to agree that we're moving towards fascism in this country and almost there?
2: yeah yeah sure
3: I mean, I, <laughs> you say that reluctantly, I, Brad,
2: uh, yeah, I do, because I think fascism is a is a pretty loaded word. I think most people don't even know what it means, so uh, 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 corporatism, yeah, corporatocracy, yes, we absolutely have a corporatocracy in this country uh, that is shutting out we the people, and there's no question about that. fascism uh... You'll have to define your uh, my, my definition. Your definition.
3: My definition of fascism would be the merger of corporation and government in order to take control of a certain area, a certain region, a certain country.
2: Well, then we then we we've, we've been a fascist nation for uh... you know about 150 years by that
3: measure. Okay, well, maybe it's just coming okay. to fruition though, to my eyes at least. But go ahead, Dave.
5: So the question I have is: if you think that people can actually change the system. Can you show me, in the course of history, when have the people changed a bad and corrupt government to good? Cause the reason why I say Are this is kidding? because I haven't seen it happen. I've, all I've seen is, you know, in my lifetime, I've watched the USSR go down. Uh, you know, Rome fell. All these empires don't change, they fall. And I don't think, I don't think uh we could change it and i think it's far too strong i think it's far too enrooted uh for us to do anything i mean fuck look here in florida you know in 2000 Catherine harris stole the election you know it didn't take much yeah
2: she did uh, she she did we we let her uh, but uh yeah things change all the time it's it doesn't happen overnight you have to fight a long time uh in this country even without uh, corporations involved you know Democracy doesn't, uh, you know, change things overnight. But to, to say that when have the people changed things, uh, is 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 well. I'm I want to be polite. It, it's not a good question. You uh, wait. When did you want to start doing that? When did you want to start being polite, Brad? <laughs> Well, well, because I like Dave, but I don't want to say, oh, that's a really fucking stupid point, because, you know, talk to somebody who's gay, uh, who, who is now allowed to have the right to marry for the first time. Talk to somebody, you know, who is black, uh, who is allowed, at least in, you know, as long as you're not in Florida, is allowed to vote, uh, since 1965 and the, and the, uh, Voting Rights Act, and until it was gutted by the Supreme Court. But these were huge victories. They took, Hundreds of years to happen, but they happened, man, and man, it man, was, man, in man. fact, people standing up and making them happen.
5: The, 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 government didn't start meddling in, into, um, marriages until the 18, mid 1800s, when slavery was abolished, because they didn't want the black people marrying the white people. That's when they got, but before then, uh, government, uh, government wasn't even involved in marriages. If two guys wanted to get married, have at it. If they could find a, uh, uh, a uh, church that would allow them to happen because before then, marriage wasn't a state-sponsored thing. So we were good, you know, from seventeen seventy or seventeen eighty-nine until you know mid eighteen hundreds, uh, and then it's when the government got involved. Hey, except for that, they, except and, for that,
2: uh, except for that whole slavery thing. But other than that, yeah, Dave, we were good.
5: Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not saying you know the Constitution is perfect because it you know specifically dictates <laughs> that you know black people are three fifths of a man. You know, and and you know, they, it was the the Constitution was created by rich white guys True. for rich white guys. You know, because uh-huh. they didn't allow they didn't allow women to vote, and they didn't allow a whole bunch of things to happen that were. Ver- but it, again, it was at the time, and
2: it was
3: all constitutionally um,
5: and
2: we good, amended. as you said, Dave. We were good between <laughs> 1700 and 1850 I'm, or something What happened to- around 1850? that one I'm thing talking, right
5: I'm saying that it wasn't it wasn't until the government started fucking with it that it started to go bad
2: i i I'm, and, I'm against and so the marriage. If you were a white if you were a white person who wanted to marry a black person, we were good
5: no, that's because at the time you know they were very prejudiced
2: <laughs> just a little bit you think
5: I'm, I'm just talking about you know if two guys nobody gave a shit if two guys stayed together. Or two women were It was also Well, yeah. it was
2: illegal. And it meant that you had, you didn't have the rights that, uh, uh, that are built into the law, the rights of marriage that are built into the law. See, as
5: a single guy, I think marriage, state-sponsored marriage, is bullshit. I hate the fact that because somebody's got a, a decent relationship, they get tax breaks. It's fucking bullshit. I I, 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 yeah, I'm a, I say this all the time. I'm against gay marriage because I'm against straight marriage as well. Okay.
2: Um, well, I don't, I don't so think, if, I don't so think so the government if, should if be But rights are rights. You can't be uh, you know, in favor of rights for uh, some people and not in favor of the rights for the other people. And that's right. the problem when you have un, right, unequal justice under the law.
5: If a right can be taken away by the government, it's not a right. It's a privilege. Uh.
2: So, so now, uh, now it's the, uh, being, being now not it's the in, being not so be, being free as opposed to being a slave is a privilege, not a right.
5: No, that's a right. You, you should you have the right to be free. And and what happened but is the government is was able to take that away,
3: Dave. Well, no, the government took away the 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 privilege of having a slave, which gave the right back to the individual that was a slave. I think, so, I think it's kind of- The privilege of having a slave?
5: Really? Well, the government, the government oppresses people all the time, and that's my point. I don't think the government from the get-go, from this country, has been good to people. And, and, and we're, everybody's all happy and shit that, you know, this state allows gay marriage. I'm like, really? It wasn't so long ago that, you know, that it seemed that, you know, that when black people were allowed to vote, you think back to them, we think about what an archaic country it is that we, that, 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 that happened, and and people aren't realizing that we are we are, are currently an archaic country because we don't allow people that want to be together to be together. I don't give a shit if you're if you if you're you know two men, three you know women. I don't care as long as it doesn't mess right. with me and I don't have to pay for it. I don't care.
2: Right, and that's it. why when that's why you ought to be supporting the federal government, which you said you're against, because the federal government can guarantee certain rights under the Constitution. Uh, that states love taking away. For example, who yeah. you can marry, who you can sleep with, uh, who you can enslave. And that's why you need a federal government and a constitution uh-huh. to protect those rights, to protect the rights of the minority, uh, against the tyranny of the majority. Uh-huh.
5: I believe in states' rights over federal rights. Because as it's, sh- it's already shown that it's gotten out of control. If you could bring it down local, the people have more control.
2: And, so okay, right? Okay, Dave. So then, if if uh, the state of Florida decides it's okay to enslave black people again, you're cool with that because it's a no, state's rights issue as far as you're concerned.
5: I will, I will move out of the state, and this 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 state will not get any more of my tax dollars. And I suppose that that that's well, what will show. happen is that'll be a mass exodus, and then the state no longer becomes a state. And then secede. Why would there be be a
2: mass exodus? Why would there be a mass exodus, Dave? We had it for hundreds of years and there was not a mass exodus. Because I think people today think that it was fucked up, that
5: that
3: happened. Yeah, it would be a different. I would leave the state of Florida too if they allowed that. I mean, I wouldn't go buy a slave because the state of Florida said it was okay to have a a slave. I would go either work within my state to change that law or rule. Or if I couldn't, I would eventually leave the state and take my money. So with you me. would leave the state
2: uh, wait. and just leave it to a few of the slave masters who had thousands of black slaves because hey man, state's rights. I'll just go to a different state. <laughs> That's what hey. really you two are both suggesting this?
5: First of all, I, I gotta point out what you're suggesting is absolutely ridiculous. In this day and age, there's no right. way that any state would legalize slavery. None. It but, wouldn't but, happen. But, and, that's a, that's a yet,
2: ridiculous there, straw man argument. It's ridiculous. Okay, well, let's try a different as one that's not a... ridiculous then. Let's try one that's not ridiculous. Let's say they put a, a, a limit on the right to vote. How about that? You're good with that? No, ne- Not necessary to have the federal government making sure that everyone gets to vote?
5: I don't vote, so I don't care. I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like the a good system.
2: Either, uh,
5: yeah, I'm an anarchist. I, I I unplugged from the system a while back because I think it's so it's so full of corruption that I don't want to be a part of okay, it Okay, how about anymore. the
2: how about the how about the government decides uh... what medical procedures you can and can't have, or that you're allowed to have a legal, perfectly. Well, the federal uh, government's doing uh, that uh, now. Uh, they're they're what, doing it now. I'm I'm the not talking, I'm not. Ta- hang on. I'm not talking about the federal government. Which we can talk about in a second. But if a state allow, if state decides that they want to put the government between you and your doctor, you're cool with that because states' rights. And even though the federal government and the Constitution says they can't do that, you're cool with it anyway because states' rights. state gets to decide what medical care you can have or not have. Here's, he, the,
3: the, I'd rather the have in the hand government. of the state than the federal government, which is in the hand of the federal mm-hmm. government now.
2: Right, because it's not in the hands of the federal government at all. The federal government I, and the federal constitution is there to assure uh, the rights of the uh, the people. That's what the constitution is for, to ensure rights. It's not to take them away. It, so when a state takes away rights, the federal government and the federal constitution is there to ensure they cannot do that. And yet, you would be in favor of uh, the, the state government deciding... Well, what kind of medical procedures people can have?
5: Look, it's easier to fight the state than it is to fight the feds. That's my bottom line. I don't care what fucocked argument you come up with. That's the that's the bottom fact? line. It's oh, it's, well, it's, it's easier to fight the state.
2: <laughs> come up with. Which, I'll, I'll give you a fucocked argument that I can come up with, which is that if you want to fight in fifty different states. Uh, to change the law, you can do that, or you can do it once and win it. And when you're talking about rights, it can be. Then it has to be a, then in all 50 states.
5: Then it has to be a constitutional amendment. Okay, it can't Actually, there's a ton of shit out there that's totally unconstitutional. The DEA, the the EPA, all these federal agencies are not. Uh, that there's no power in, in, it's not granted by the Constitution. There's nothing in that it Absolutely, says that the federal that's, government. That's, that's completely, that's completely wrong, Dave. Just because where, you think where that, in the, just because you where wish the, that does not make it so. Where in the Constitution does it say that the federal government can create, um these things, these entities, without voting, without the states voting on it? Tell me that. How did how, how did how did Homeland Security? Because this is you know within all of our lifetimes. How was Homeland Security? Was there a vote put onto? Did the did the people get to vote on that, or did the, did the federal government just create it? And the where in the Constitution does it, does, is, does it allow the the federal government to create said entities?
2: The, the, really, do I have to pull out my Constitution here? Yes, the Congress has the right. Uh, the Congress has the right to make laws uh, for civil defense. The Congress has the right to make laws for interstate commerce. Uh, So, for example, you brought up the EPA. And if I live in uh, Georgia, if I have a coal plant in Georgia and you're in uh, uh, Florida and you have to get all my pollution and my mercury and my carbon dioxide, you can't say, oh, states' rights, Georgia can do whatever they want. No, because it affects me, my property rights. And this is yeah, all protected in, in the Constitution. To imagine that it's not is just imaginary, Dave. You're looking out for uh, well, you know, show
5: me, show me in the Constitution where it says you can create uh, these uh, entities and I'll, I'll buy your argument because I'm pretty sure that it's not in there. Uh, you, the one, well, the one I'll, institution... I'll, 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 uh, talk
3: amongst yourself and I'll look up on Wikipedia. <laughs> uh, now you know what?
5: I, I, I'd rather, I'd rather stop being combative with you, you let's be get very on to combative something.
3: tonight dave goodness gracious i
5: didn't even drink
3: yeah i know um, maybe you should
5: <laughs> <laughs> no then i wouldn't shut up <laughs>
3: brad something you wanted to tag on with uh scott the other day and you you kind of ran out of time uh because he was doing his music thing um you wanted to talk and i i really agree with you on this one so that's why i want to close it with something we agree on um this internet voting you like that.
1: Don't don't agree. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we have to agree every once in a while. That doesn't hurt. Uh this this voting internet voting thing, which I think is a horrible idea. I think we should go back to the old fashioned uh paper ballot, counted hand counted by you know, if you're gonna participate in the thing, it should be a paper ballot, uh a trail like you always talk about. Um so what, Not what a is
2: trail, that? a ballot. Well, I a, talk about a trail. I talk about a ballot.
3: Well, you have a paper trail, then you know. So that, 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 well, that a trail there's on.
2: ways to have a paper trail that don't make you any safer. We need a paper ballot. But go ahead.
3: Okay. So what's this internet voting thing? I didn't even hear about this. I remember one time in my life going, "Man, we should just be able to vote on our computers." And then I learned about you know the hacking and and I learned about the electronic voting devices that we use currently being all. Effed up and not doing their jobs properly. So bring us up to speed with this whole, uh, you have here yet another reason internet voting is a terrible idea. Target attacks, hijacks, yeah. vast amounts of data to foreign countries earlier this year. So explain that to me. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, you know, I, I think everybody has this sort of come to appreciate, uh, how insane electronic voting is and certainly touchscreen voting systems. I think people understand. Uh, and congratulations to the state of Florida. Uh, and your governor at the time, Charlie Crist, who finally got rid of the touchscreen voting systems, uh, by and large, in any case, uh, in the state of Florida. So I think people understand that's a concern, uh, even though we still have about, uh, uh, 30 or 40% of the country cast their votes on those 100% unverifiable touchscreen machines. People, uh, are less understanding that paper ballot, optical scan paper ballots are also counted on computers, not by human beings, and computers that get it wrong all the time, either because, uh, you know, they're, they're programmed incorrectly, uh, they're shitty equipment, or, you know, something more nefarious, like somebody hacking the system. Uh, so people are beginning, I think, to understand that. And then, as if all of that's not bad enough, because remember, about 70% of the country Uses paper ballots already, but they count them by computer. Uh, as bad as all of that is, we've had this growing movement over the past, uh, boy, I want to say six or seven years, uh, and it's increasing. It used to be more Republicans who were in favor of it. Now it's Democrats who are pushing it, Um for internet voting. So as if the touch screen machines aren't bad enough, if the paper ballots that are counted by computers aren't bad enough, now they want to, you know, allow you to vote on your smartphone or go to a precinct and, you know, use the internet to cast your vote. Uh, it's fucking insane. And I've been, you know, actually I was going to say I've been yelling and screaming about it for years, but that's actually not true. When this started to emerge about, you know, four, five, six years ago, I didn't even want to talk about it because it was so clearly on its face absolutely insane that it just made my head explode, even thinking about it. But, you know, I speak with a lot of uh, computer scientists and security experts. You know, world-class uh, folks from you know the the the, the top scientists on this uh, in the world, not just in the country. All of whom are saying, you cannot use the internet to vote. It is not secure. Period. The way it's built, the way the architecture is built. Now, I would go farther to say that even if it was secure you still can't use the internet to vote because the citizens can't oversee uh... A, a vote that's cast electronically and and that's a violation of self-governance that i think is a core value of this country but the article that you're referring to uh... W- there was a, a rather remarkable um, it's not even a hack uh, it's a hijack it's an attack of um... uh... a, a huge amount vast amounts of data was siphoned out of the US, uh rerouted through uh Belarus and Iceland earlier this year. This uh this particular hijack went on sometimes for minutes at a time, sometimes for hours at a time. And the way it was accomplished was uh by taking advantage of the way the internet is built. It was like I say it was not even a hack. And without getting too far into the weeds here, essentially uh the way the big uh, uh routers are built uh, around the world is um, by courtesy. The routers basically say, oh, I'm here. I can deliver data to such and such a location. I'm the closest one to these points. So if you want to send an email uh, from uh, you know, Miami to Tampa, it will go through whichever the, the big uh, uh, bridge routers are closest to those two points. But that's all based on trust. And in it's based on the routers, the people who run the routers, saying, yeah, I'm the closest one to that point. Go ahead and send me your information, and I'll pass it on to, to Miami. If a uh, nefarious person likes, they can come in, let's say they're in Belarus, and they can say, yeah, I'm actually the closest person to deliver information from uh, Tampa to Miami. Send it to me out here in Belarus, and I'll pass it on to Miami. That's what was happening. And it was a vast amount of data. At first, it was thought to be uh, 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 an attempt to get it financial data, and then they found that it was coming from foreign uh, uh, ministries, government offices, and so forth. And what's most insidious about this is that when you do and it, it's perfectly legal. You can do you know, if you have access to one of these routers, you can say, yeah, send me all that traffic. And it goes through your router, and then you can do really anything you want with it. And then you pass it on to the intended recipient, it, you know, moves through the intended recipient, and no one ever knows that it was hijacked. So it's kind of a disturbing thing in and of itself, but uh, when I read the story, I pointed out how, yeah, this would be exactly the way if you wanted to game uh, a, an Internet election, you simply use the, in, uh, the infrastructure built into the, uh, the Internet, Mm-hmm. As a trust mechanism and say, yeah, here I am in Moscow, uh, send me the votes from Ohio and I'll pass them on to the Secretary of State. They'll come through Russia where you can change them, you can do anything you want to them, and then pass them on, uh, to the Secretary of State of Ohio or of Florida or whatever, and no one will ever know that all of those votes have been changed. It's a horrifying thing and it's, you know, it's, it sounds like a sci fi movie. But it's very real, and when I hear these jackasses pushing for internet voting, mm-hmm. these fucking science deniers, and out here in California, they're democratic science deniers, who are saying, yeah, we ought to have internet voting, it'll make more, it'll help more people vote. Yeah, we can, you know, we can solve any security issues, why, why worry? It's absolutely fucking insane, but unless people understand what's going on, that there are people who want to move to it, and unless they understand the risks uh, that come with it, I'm afraid that is where we're headed. And it, Mm. like I said, makes my head want to fucking
3: explode. Yeah, considering the government can't even build a website to sell health insurance on, yeah, I really don't want them to try to set up anything to vote with.
2: Well, they're already setting up uh, everything to vote with. Remember, that's how your votes right now are, are counted, is run by the government. And so that's going to be uh... built in no matter what the 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 question is is it a process that we the people can oversee and when you begin to take away the transparency when you begin to let computers make the decisions that people cannot oversee that you can't look people are going to game elections. Elections have been gamed since time immemorial we know that this is not going to stop any you know there's no way it easier
3: It's basically well, not only making now. it
2: easier to do it, but making it easier to catch them doing it. That's the trick. It's got to be, you know, something that you, you want to make it uh, a difficult thing to do, not a hard thing to do, and the way uh, that it stopped is with public citizen oversight.
3: Well, that's a scary thing to think that they, that, uh, that they even want to consider doing this, uh, considering all the issues we have currently with, snooping and spying, whether it be by the U.S. government or other governments. Um, and they're already doing it in Florida, by the way. What's that, so you know. Internet voting?
2: Uh, Internet voting, yeah.
3: They're already doing it, and, and the way they're doing
2: it, the way they got the touchscreen machines to, to to trick everybody into going for that was they said, oh, after Florida 2000, they said, oh, well, we need to have touchscreen machines, um, you know, not that – I, I mean, it, the, the idea that touchscreen machines were any sort of solution for what happened in Florida when the, really the only problem was the Supreme Court wouldn't let them count the fucking votes. But they said, we need touchscreen machines because blind people, disabled people, need to be able to vote on them. They can't vote on a piece of paper. They need, uh, you know, audio, whatever. So they used blind people, basically. <laughs> To encourage everyone to go to touch-screen voting machines. Now, eventually, we got that Titanic to turn around. Like I say, they're still there, but people are buying them less. Oh. Uh, and how would that make know, it easier for them out?
3: Wait, wait. How does that make it easier for a blind person to vote? That makes absolutely no sense to me at all. Because they have, I know it doesn't. When you stop <laughs> to pay attention, it doesn't. But uh, they, because they have
2: built-in audio uh, uh, devices, wouldn't it be easier to have a Braille ballot? Uh, yes. A tactile ballot would be a fine idea to me. Uh, there, there are certain problems with Braille ballots, and I don't have, by the way, I don't have a problem with people who wish to use an assistive device uh, like a computer or, uh, you know, like a tactile uh, Braille ballot. That's fine by me. Or
3: like a wife um, or mother or brother or something? I mean, come on. Is, really? Yeah. So basically, <laughs> what they said was
2: uh, you, you can't ghettoize disabled people, uh, if they're going to have to vote on this kind of electronic system, so does everybody. And if you're against it, it's because you hate blind people. And they really, this is this is the card that they fucking played. And the reason I mention this is because they're doing the same thing on Internet voting. When you hear shit now, uh, people pretending uh, <laughs> that they're concerned about uh, military uh, and overseas voting, what they're talking about is let's have Internet voting. And in fact, this was done in uh, Florida, i forgetting the county now, uh, that was the first place in the country to do it. They're using the military, and if you're against internet voting, it's because you hate the troops, Sean. Huh. That's <laughs> the new, uh, that's the new scam. That's how they're selling it. Whenever you hear anything about military and overseas votes, That's, it's usually some profiteer trying to, uh, push forward internet voting. You want to
3: fix the overseas voting problem with the military? Bring them back home where they belong, not in these fucking (laughs) countries. That, that would fix the problem, wouldn't it, Brad?
2: You finally came up with one goddamn thing I agree with, Sean. Congratulations.
3: We
5: could, we could all go, by the way, it's, uh, Okaloosa County, Florida.
3: He's absolutely not wrong. He's, yeah, he's Which right. He is
5: in the panhandle.
3: Now, that's some bullshit. Yeah, I, I don't agree right. with that at all. That, that should not be going on. Um, I, I think it's a great thing you're pushing on this. See, Brad, this is one of the things that we can actually agree on and talk about and, and go, yo, we, we got this. We, we understand this together. And, and bring the troops on.
1: That
3: <laughs> happens every once in a while. Every once in a while. Now I'll never agree with you on the whole global warming thing, but that's a whole nother. Hard to
2: find something you
3: hard to find something that you understand. So I'm glad we finally got to one. Um... <laughs> You're such a dick sometimes. <laughs> All right Brad, uh it's been an hour and a half. Uh let's pimp your stuff. Uh where people can find you. Obviously we know you can, you can get be heard uh after the new year again on uh, Dangerous Conversation on Radio IO. Here every once in a while. We like to have you. It's always fun to argue with you. But where else can people, uh, follow you? You can
2: follow me at bradblog.com. You can find me on the, uh, on the Twitters at TheBradBlog. You can find me on the Facebook at TheBradBlog. And, uh, other than that, don't find me at all. I got enough problems. Fuck
3: off. <laughs> we gotta hassle you some more. We, we got some good tweets going out there. I'm sure you'll get the chance to read them and reply after you get off with us. Um, you know, Brad. I'm
2: only upset that, I'm only upset that that fucking genius Buzzy
3: didn't call in. I don't
2: understand why.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm pretty he sure he will. Hear from that. As soon as you hang up, I'm that sure he'll be calling now that you said that. Rocket scientist. <laughs> Buzzy's a good guy. He really is. He is a good
2: guy. He is a good guy. And by the way, Sean, you're a good guy. And that's why it's, uh, it's, it's so sad to see you buy into so many of the corporate scams that you actually think. You're against, and this, uh, that that makes me sad. And I said as much to Buzzy today. I'm sure if he understood, if he actually understood how he's being scammed by the fossil fuel companies uh, with this whole, you know, it, 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 the, the denier thing, uh, you know, you guys are being sold down the river, and it's it ain't not- hard to find out. You can actually go read the science. I know they don't run it on uh, Alex Jones. He runs the bullshit that is not science. But if you really are interested in the issue, go read the science. I've talked to a lot of people, a lot of right wingers, by the way, who not a lot of them, but a few of them, you know, who actually bothered to say, you know what, I'm going to go read that IPCC report and find out what's in it. I'm actually going to go read Agenda 21, dump, dump, dum, and find <laughs> out what's in it. And oh my God. There's nothing fucking scary in Agenda 21 at all. There is something quite scary in the IPCC report, and you can judge for yourself. But as long as you take uh, information from other people instead of, it, Dave can do this. Dave, go read the IPCC report, my friend. Yeah. You'll actually do it.
3: Yeah, he actually will, and and you know what? We were gonna go. We had I had planned on getting into a little bit of global debate with you about global warming and chemtrailing, but you'd be surprised to, to hear, Brad, that Dave's partially on your side on that argument because he thinks I'm fucking crazy with chemtrails, also. So and I believe
5: well, in global. Well, I wouldn't call it global warming. I believe in the pollution that that this that the you know the corporations are spilling out, and you know cow farts and cars and boats are detrimental to the planet.
2: Go read that IPCC report. I'm not kidding, Dave. Go read it and and get back to me and tell me if you know you said you you I don't know what you said. You do believe in global war or you don't believe in global whatever it was. Go read the actual science, and that's what nobody ever does. No, none of these deniers ever do. Go read the science. Judge for yourself. If you you know read it and you say, oh, this is not true. This is inaccurate. Oh, they don't have enough facts to back this up. So be it. But I suspect yeah. you haven't read it. uh Yeah.
5: No, but I've done, well, in the, in the sparring that Sean and I do about chemtrails, you know, I, I have become quite versed in what is spilling out and spewing out. And turns out it's not cars that are the worst. It's ships that spill out more carbon dioxide than anything else. And, you know, this is why
2: we should keep it local.
5: And they have talked about doing ship
3: trailing. Don't forget. Oh God.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Brad, one Uh, uh, last. Go ahead. Yeah, well, actually, let me, let me make one last point, uh, if I could. I know I've been going on and on. It's so all right. Go ahead. About that. Uh, the, um, uh, the, the, the chemtrail, and I talked about this with, with Scott a little bit, uh, the idea that there, if there was chemtrails going on, all the information about chemtrails essentially would keep the globe from getting warmer. And yet, I talk to chemtrail people like yourself, Sean. When we talk about global warming, they go, "Ah, oh, yeah, it's chemtrails." If it's chemtrails, the chemtrails are keeping the heat out; they're actually keeping it cooler. If you actually believe that there's chemtrails going on, uh, you know, across, that's one of the reasons why I always ask you. I say, "Okay, there's chemtrails. What are they doing? What's the point? What's the purpose?" And if you're going to point to them as having something to do with global warming, you have to explain how it is that these chemtrails, which would otherwise uh, reflect back the sun and keep the Earth cooler. That means that global warming will be even worse uh, than it is right now if there was no chemtrails going on. I so can it, actually. It explain. doesn't make sense to take responsible act- for chem-
3: I can explain that real briefly because I don't want to get into a big debate about it tonight. But uh, what is happening is they start spraying these things as the sun's coming up. So they haven't spread out and started their blanket yet. They start blanketing later in the day towards the time the sun goes down, which the sun has already heated up the surface. So what happens is this blanket now, instead of reflecting out the light because they've sprayed it too late, is holding the heat in. And that's that's really <laughs> why we're seeing that. Yes, that's really. I see.
2: And, and why would it? And why are they doing that? By the way, we
3: don't know why they're doing it, Brad. You, <laughs> you we we don't know because we don't know exactly what's going on. But as you've you, you know you heard in that audio that Ledge played the other day, this. Oh, this, but he he's they, sure that they're
5: they're spraying strontium and aluminum and barium and all these other things.
3: And and solar radiation. But, management, he's sure of that solar radiation management that uh, Dennis Keith was talking about. Um, you know. You got Uh, a question? Why would you want to add more pollution to? You know, I know he says it's only ten percent of the pollution, so you're only going to kill, you know, an extra uh, ten thousand or ten whatever it was, one percent. Yeah, one percent, which means ten thousand more people would die based on the numbers that they were throwing out. But Uh, it's a whole other. But it it, it, it also could save. What, Brad? No, you go. It
2: it also could save, and this is an argument that he and I, by the way, I completely disagree with the case he's making. But the argument that he should have made, and maybe he makes it in his book, was that while uh, it could, you know, kill an additional 10,000 people uh, by the math that Stephen Colbert uh, brought up, it could, at least in his world, he could make the argument that, yes, but it will save millions of lives uh, of people who would otherwise suffer from uh, from the effects of, of climate change. That said, uh, I'm not sure which audio. Is that the audio you're talking about, uh, the, the Colbert audio? Yeah,
3: that's the audio, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, because... Uh, the week, I think it was the week before, he played some audio uh, that was bullshit about solar radiation management and what it is that the IPCC calls for in their report, and it completely, I don't want to say willfully, but it sure seems willful if you read it because it's one paragraph, it is quite clearly the exact
3: opposite
2: Mm-hmm. uh of, you know they cleverly, these, uh... they cleverly they right. cleverly
3: write stuff cuz you sent me that that no, no. information Brad and I did read it when you sent it to me like a week and a half ago when I was talking about solar radiation management and uh, that's the way they play their games to to word things specifically no. to to get it across our
5: friend Ben Davis across. explained our, our friend Ben Davis um on Facebook clarified that statement and you seem to ignore it.
3: Oh, but it was that Ben was- that sent it to me. Yeah, no, I I right. did read that when he sent it. Whoever sent it to me, but anyway, yeah, he gave you the there, full there context. Cle- there was nothing clever about it, uh, Sean. It it basically said people have talked about
2: geoengineering solutions uh, for global warming. And by the way, the American Geophysical Union is meeting in San Francisco this week, so that's you know, it, and talking about exactly that because. They've got to figure out what the fuck to do, because at some point, if this is not stopped, there will be no stopping it. It will be too late. That's why you have climate scientists like James Hansen coming out and calling for more nuke, even though he knows exactly how dangerous uh, you know nuclear energy is. He's saying that our problem is so bad, and we have to work so quickly, and we don't have time to build a renewable infrastructure uh, in time to stop uh, a cycle that cannot be stopped ever couldn't we build so solar got in time
3: that, for nukes. couldn't yeah. we build solar in time i mean i'm all for alternative energies brad don't get me wrong i am definitely for you know solar uh algae uh wind i think is is a very specific use uh title there's so many different things we could use so i'm not against right. changing how we produce our energy you know that well, i think you are no i'm really not i don't know why you think well, that i'm really not i'll tell you why i think i mean why i think you're against that is because you make
2: every single argument that the fossil fuel industry puts out there to keep us from taking action to keep us from taking climate action despite the fact that we're in the middle of a climate crisis and the fact that we can't put, uh you know, government funding because the government is the only one who can afford to do this, is the only one who has this kind of money, that we can't even have a vote, again, a vote in Congress that we should have had years ago, uh, whether it's for, uh, you know, funding uh, 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 renewable uh, projects, and the only renewable projects – uh, on a massive scale that we currently have, are done by the government, by the uh, the military, who understands the security risk that we face in global warming. They're building huge solar arrays uh, all over the place. But when it comes to passing a fucking bill to encourage this to be done across the country, we can't even have a fucking vote on that in uh, in in the Senate. And this is the sort of the point where we started where we the people want things to happen even a majority of republicans think we need to take action on climate but because uh the debate is currently owned by the fossil fuel company and is allowed to run crazy by people like you who go oh look There's a record amount of ice in the Arctic. No, there's not. That's just not the case. It's not true. It's not a record amount other than a record low. It's the second lowest of all time because last year was the lowest of all time. And when we pass on that misinformation, we are keeping climate action from happening in the middle of a fucking climate crisis.
5: So what do you, what do you, what do you advocate that the government do?
2: There's all kinds of things the government ought to do or should consider. And again, not what I think. It's about putting this stuff up for a debate. Uh, you know, I- investing in renewables, yes. Uh, you know, putting uh, limits on, on, uh, on carbon dioxide and whether it's done by, on massive, you know, power plants and so forth, whether it's done by rulemaking at the EPA, which the government is finally doing, as they have to, as the Supreme Court told them, they have to. Um, that's one way. Putting a tax on the pollution that they put out into the uh, into our air, that's another way. I think that's the best way. I think that actually that might be the only way to do it, so that it's a market based thing. Right now, these power uh, plants and so forth, and the uh, refineries, they get to pollute for free. We have to pay for cleaning it up and for the illnesses that it causes. And they're getting away with it scot-free. If you could see wait, wait, the wait, wait. shit they're, they're d- dumping into this guy. If they paid yeah, for serious. it, it's okay for them to do it then? Hold on. No, if they so pay for advoc- it, they would be less inclined to do it.
5: The very system that allows these, these companies to do it is this very system that you're, that you're advocating that fixes it. Do you see the problem there?
2: Uh, I'm saying that the government <laughs> shit, should he's not speechless. be shackled <laughs> – the government should not be shackled by corporate interest. Well, that, that goes back to, government to what we talked about, about earlier.
5: They're, sh- they're not shackled by it. They're in bed with them. It's 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 the power of the government that allows them to. I mean, why is it that BP uh, at, the, at the oil spill, they only had a cap of $75 million? That's because the government made that, okay, and they allowed that to happen. The very people right. that you're asking to fix things are the ones that broke it in the fucking first place.
2: No, I'm not asking well the, the the people I'm talking about are we the people the government can be changed you can't change bp you can change the government dave you can run for president oh, you can I, I, run I can do, for congress
5: i have i have more of an effect on bp than i do in the co- government because you know what I will never step foot in a BP gas station. They they will never get one single dollar from me ever again. Since that's what they get off the coast of this of my state. And they don't
2: give. And they don't give a damn. But they do give a damn if you come in and you say that you know what you're not getting away with uh, with polluting this entire globe. You're not going to be able to do it. It's going to be illegal. It's going to cost you money. You're going to have to pay to clean it up. And if you're a congressman or a senator or the president of the United States, you can get something like that through. Believe me, you do a little bit more effect than you do of not going to stop at another BP again. Because when you don't stop at a BP, I bet you're stopping at the ExxonMobil, or I bet you're stopping at the Shell station.
3: Well, yeah, I need so gas. So right now, you're fucked. <laughs> we need to have gas to drive our cars, don't we? No, you can make your own not gas. If we, not if we get rid of them, do we? Oh, so now you're advocating <laughs> not driving cars. Do you fly in airplanes, Brad?
2: Wait a minute. No, actually, I don't, I don't fly in airplanes uh, very often, but... I'm not advocating getting rid of cars, I'm saying get, get rid of fossil fuels. Look, we had back in the early 90s, man, we had the EV1 and everybody who owned this car absolutely loved it and the only reason we had it was because out here in California, they had put in uh, cafe standards that said, you know, your fleet of cars must, uh, you know, have a certain amount of mileage that they that they must get. And so uh, GM realized, okay, we'll make an electric car. Everybody loved that electric car. Then George Bush came in and Arnold Schwarzenegger came in and he said, you know what? California does not have the right. To set its own standards for, uh, for energy usage. They threw it out. They got the Supreme Court to overturn that. And that meant GM said, you know what? I know everybody loves these electronic cars, but, but we're going to take them back now and put them in a crusher and nobody will ever get to use them again. And that was the early 90s. We are now in 2013. We would have had 25 years, 25 generations Of electronic cars by now had that not happened so yeah we can you know get rid of the fucking internal combustion engine absolutely and and keep in mind in the 80s
3: wait no hold on in the 80s a gentleman designed a car that ran on water and then he seriously died of heart attacks very shortly after that so aside from that true but in the late 80s i'll send you the news report on that gentleman
5: in the late eighties, we had cars that were getting 45, 50 miles per gallon. And now today they're touting the hybrids that get 40 miles per gallon. So somewhere along the line, um, cause I've seen, I've actually w- seen the automakers say in front of, of a congressional panel say, yes, we work with the auto, with the uh, oil industry to make our motors. So basically they're making, they're not making the engines any, any more efficient because they want to keep the, uh, the the people addicted to the oil to the right and this is this is done via uh government coercion because i can't cr- i can't throw a uh, a a derrick on my land and pump oil out and sell it on the open market for you know whatever reasonable market i can they they they've outlawed that uh they 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 allow me to to, to make up to 10,000 gallons of uh ethanol per year if i wanted to um which is what I was saying to you before, Sean. Is you know you can make your own fuel. I made biodiesel for my truck, which inadvertently fucked up my pump. But uh, that doesn't—that's not stopping me. I got to figure out a way that I can highly refine it so that I never have to pay for diesel again. Right. You know you, there are ways. And, and when I buy a house, guess what? I'm going to put up solar panels. I'm going to I'm going to spend the rest of my life getting off grid.
3: Yeah, and I, you know, if they made it easier and uh, not necessarily cheaper, but they could make it easier for us to to solar panel panel our houses. But there's so many regulations on it for me to go out and get it, and then I have to get permission, then I have to tie back into it instead of just being able to just run my own thing. And if everybody was able to run that's their a own scam. thing, I think that that's just, a
2: scam. And that is that is an organized effort by the fossil fuel companies in cooperation with the American Legislative Exchange Council. To do exactly that, to put restrictions on solar, to make it harder for you to get solar. And the corporations are in favor of this. The government is allowing them to do it. And so, yeah, you have to change the government. You have to vote. Or you can go off-grid, pretend that voting doesn't matter, and let the bad guys win.
5: Bad guys don't win if if I'm I'm off-grid. I won. Because the less less control they have over me... Well, you also don't global know, warming
3: get, wise. He's talking about Dave.
5: I'm looking. I'm looking to move out of this country um, and move into another country where one person can make a difference. And the federal government is saying at that
2: you keep threatening. <laughs> do it already, will you?
5: Please. I'm, it's no, not as easy. Like I can't. Stay. I can't. I can't get up and walk away right now. I have. There's a lot of shit I got to do. And I'm. Don't I'm wait. And say, the
2: good thing is that uh, you know, carbon pollution only affects us here in the U.S. So why don't you move um, to one of those Pacific islands? I can't think of anything that's going to go wrong out there anytime in the future. Go ahead. You can get uh, you can get a good deal on prices uh, on on real estate too, by the way. <laughs> yeah.
3: All right, Brad. Because uh, they're
2: fucking disappearing, dude. The guy, the the real uh, my I think it was a uh, uh, Miami.
5: Uh, no, I know. Led shot uh, this
3: argument down on Thursday because you know the water's only risen what like it's like rising like seven millimeters a year or some bullshit like no, that. No, there,
5: there, there's yeah. an island that's ready to evacuate because. That, but that could be because uh, that
3: island is sinking. Remember, islands are caused by volcanic. So there's a bunch of different no, reasons. No, no, the,
2: the, island, the island is not sinking. It's not. Islands aren't floating, Sean.
3: No, I'm not that no I don't I remember <laughs> that story. Anyway, Brad, we're going to wrap yeah. it up now cuz I only got 15 All minutes right. left of the show here. Uh what I'd like to All get right. I need an. I need a fresh clean drop from you um for the <laughs> promo cuz I've got the two but we got to get a new one. I'm not going to laugh through this one. Um so if if you wouldn't mind promote yourself, promote the show uh and say whatever it is you feel you want to say. Uh
2: what's what's the name of your goddamn show?
3: <laughs> the First 52. <laughs>
2: You're listening to the first 52. Listen to all of them. Listen to all 52. With Sean Rass and me, Brad Friedman of bradblog.com, the guy you love to love.
3: Excellent. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you coming on with us again. It's always a good time to have you on. Um it- It's just how we operate, dude, and that's, it's a good thing that we can talk like this, and we can get this information out, no matter who wins the argument, it's always a good time.
2: I always enjoy talking to both of you guys. I enjoy talking to Lexi even more, which is why she never shows up, I guess. So give her my best (laughs) regards, and both of you guys have a, have a very, uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, and, and all of that, and we'll, we'll talk to y'all soon.
3: Same to you, brother. Thank you. Have a great evening.
4: Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.
3: Peace. And there goes Brad. Always fun. Always a good time. And look at this. Lexi's back.
4: Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs>
3: she just doesn't like to get Weird. Pe- made mad.
4: <laughs> no, it's yeah. stressful. I don't, you know, I'm not going to put myself in a situation where, I, where I'm going to feel stressed out if I don't have to.
3: We understand that, honey, but, you out. know, I know he stresses you out, but sometimes you have to get stressed no, out to blow your blood.
4: No, you really don't have to, but you're... Some sort of weird combination of the talent and the retard,
3: so. Uh. Oh, we only got 10 minutes left. I might as well play it real fast. <laughs> uh, I didn't even get to smoke! I oh, see, so you were talking to Brad no. too much. <laughs> so, uh, wow. I love talking to Brad, though. You gotta admit, I really I, I enjoy talking with him. He's a, he's a good time.
5: What, what I like about him is he's well read, he knows his shit.
3: Yes, he does. I will give him that. Oops. I oh. do that
5: even though some of it sometimes it might be wrong. You know what's funny is i'm looking at this i p c c report yep, trying to open it up uh, the pdf it, it won't open up. But the best part is i'm looking at it right and it gets summary for policymakers so basically here's the condensed version for you fucking stupid politicians
3: yeah uh, let's see you know, i the, just, the, the, I just haven't had the time to sit down and, and just read that. you know uh people like brad have the you know that's what he does for a living is is investigate this stuff i actually have to you know go to work and then i have to come home and try to keep up on local or not local news but on current events and current news and run the website keep everybody organized on the station and i just don't have the time to sit and read a 400 page report or however many pages it is i haven't even gotten to read the whole sandy hook thing yet which i wanted to read that whole uh report from sandy hook and there goes brad on the twitter sphere
5: <laughs> yeah no, i saw
3: <laughs> that didn't take long no it didn't uh all right um what do we want to talk about here for the last 10 minutes I don't know. Oh, something i was referring to and i actually i, I should have corrected myself when i when he, we were talking about the gun deaths um it's actually 500 a year it's five the, the article i was referring to um the increase in police brutality in this country is frightening reality. In the last decade alone, the number of people murdered by police has reached 5,000. The number of soldiers killed since the inception of the Iraq war is 4,489. So basically it's just stating that, you know, more people are dying at the hands of police in our own country than have died at the hands of terrorists in uh in Iraq, Afghanistan, all that. Yeah. I also wanted to cover tonight... And I'm gonna run through a bunch of stuff real fast since we're really coming to the end here um where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? I know it's here somewhere we just uh we just uh spent uh I don't know how much a drone attack cost us, but we we had a drone attack in Yemen that killed fifteen people going to a wedding again, and we wonder why the people in the Middle East hate us.
5: We, I, I don't wonder why well we don't wonder <laughs> I, why. I know i know why you know it's called blowback the cia even coined a phrase for it
3: Yeah, know well, they use it and that you know i brought up the cia to even get into what i wanted to get into with the cia um you know they use that to perpetuate this terror to perpetuate this fear and to keep everybody wondering um why they're attacking us because most people don't pay attention to this. Most people don't know. Now, I was surprised to see CNN reported on this and MSNBC. I don't think I saw it on Fox. So. Um, but, yeah, 15 people were headed to a wedding in Yemen, and they were killed in a airstrike. Uh, they They were mistaken as a convoy of terrorists. Now, what's our authority to be in Yemen again? There is none. I didn't think so. What, what, what do you think the people of America would do if, uh, Yemen or Egypt or Iran, uh, flew a drone into our country and killed 15 civilians on their way to an airport, to a wedding?
5: Fight tooth and nail and go over and level that country.
3: Yeah, exactly. And we wonder why, um, there's this threat of terrorism and why these guys are running around. They're not coming to our country and doing this. We're going to their country and doing it. You know, it's just pitiful pitiful we did we it is. Even, did we even talk about the uh attempted bombing i don't remember
5: no we talked about it right before we went on air All
3: right, i thought so uh this one was great i was over fixing an air conditioning putting in a new coil at this uh, the apartment and uh i'm listening she's got the news on the the residents got the news on and they're they first they bring up the shooting and uh she says, man, when are they, when are they going to figure out what's causing these shootings or when, when are they going to be able to stop these kids from doing this? I said, well, when they get them off all the pharmaceuticals and they're not taking that anymore. So then the, it, the highlight comes on. Oh, uh, you know, Kentucky man arrested for um, trying to set off explosives at an airport. And I looked at her. I'm standing there and we were in the middle of something. I, I, I looked at her and I said, I'll bet you anything that they come on and say the FBI gave him the explosives. And she goes, really? I said, yeah. Not even thirty seconds later, they come on and say the FBI supplied them with the explosives, with the uh, fake explosives or whatever they called it. And I, Uh she just kind of looked at me like, "How did you know that?" (laughs) It's because that's what they (laughs) do. That's how they do it. They find these people who are stupid enough to go around talking that they want to do it. They'd never be able to get um, the the, 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 ability to build these weapons. They would just continue to try to do it until they finally did something stupid enough to get in trouble for real. And uh, they they give them the weapons and go uh, get them to to you know keep this thought of uh, of terror going. I mean, it says here the delusions began a vague statement. Uh, the discussions began as a vague s- sediment about committing violent jihad against the U.S. Now, this guy is from Wichita, Kansas, all right, or from Kansas. Do so you really think a white guy that looks like a redneck wants to do jihad on the U.S.? A jihad. Really. I do
5: not. I saw, I, 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 again, I didn't put too much effort into this story today, but I did see a mugshot and I was like, that's, looks like a corn fed dude. You know, he's, he's a regular redneck. And I was like, I can't, it can't possibly be that he was, uh, Al Qaeda right it just can't it can't. Be. they're really stretching out this time they couldn't even find a fucking young impressionable uh person from you know the middle east to to plant shit on they had to do it they had to make an american looking guy do it
3: yeah it's pretty- that's,
5: that's just to that's pretty i'm pretty sure that's just to make sure that now now everybody here uh, or in america sees that wow we do actually have domestic terrorists let the NSA spy on everything.
3: Yeah, I would agree with that. It says here, but defense attorneys and others say the tactics involved entrapment and violated civil liberties. So uh, as more comes out on this story, it'll be interesting to see uh, if anything more. Because like I told you, it took me, what, five minutes when we were talking in the beginning to even find anything on it. You know, right. Usually the Drudge Report will have this stuff right up there. It wasn't on Drudge. I had to actually search into Fox's webpage to find it. Uh, so, I don't know, we'll have to... uh have to wait and see what goes on with this one. Just another one of those. And that rich kid teen, that that's a pitiful story. Um Affluenza. Yeah. That is that
5: I I really thought when I first saw it, I thought it was an onion thing.
3: Well, you know what? They're gonna come up with a vaccine now for that. Don't worry. <laughs> for affluenza? Yeah, they'll have an affluenza vaccine.
5: Right. Or or they'll have some sort of therapy so that, you know, over time he'll actually learn the difference between right and wrong. But for now it's not his fault. Fucker! It's
3: it's his parents that's caused his behavior. As Gerald Salente
5: says, as Gerald Salente says, it's not justice; it's just us.
3: Yeah, and it's all about the white shoe boys. Yeah.
5: Yep. It's and, and what does George Carlin say? It's all a game, and you're not in it.
3: Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a club. It's a club, yeah, and you're not cl- in right. it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of my favorite, and this is a really poignant uh, quote that would go along with everything we talk about. Um, and this was by um, uh, David Ike, and he always says you can't get off your knees with your head buried in the sand. So it just—I don't even
5: know what that means.
3: <laughs> you can't get off your knees if your head's buried in the sand. That means you can't I, stand up for yourself techni- if you've got your head up your ass. Technically, I could.
5: Technically, I could. I could make myself into an upside-down V.
3: You are an upside-down V. <laughs> <laughs> Anything Wow. What a retort. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I know
5: you are, but what am I? Honey,
3: <laughs> I mean, do you have anything you want to say before we wrap it up for the night?
4: Guess who? Chicken poo. <laughs> you guys are silly.
3: Oh, it's late. <laughs> We've been going for two hours straight with Brad. That can make anybody silly.
5: That's twice I've done that now, two hours straight. I know I been was next week too.
3: I was gonna take a break, but I didn't want to leave him on hold for five right, right. ten minutes, so I figured yeah. Yeah, fuck it, we'll just roll through it.
5: Right, if he was staying on I wasn't going to go smoke anyway, so what's the point?
3: yeah, and he's uh he's one of those guys. once you get him started, there is no stopping him. Mm-hmm. You know, we only usually do guests for an hour, and uh I just I actually enjoy arguing with him. I think it's a good time, and you guys went at it pretty good. I didn't even have to really talk for the first hour. Which is kinda nice.
5: <laughs> right, I wanted to cover the, the the gun thing in five minutes and move on to it and then that didn't work.
3: No, it never does work that way. And as usual, no. good thing you got me this time because I was just about to wrap up the show. Skin Biscuits likes to call it the last two seconds of the show. <laughs> What's up skin?
11: Yeah. How you been? Uh, shitty. I can't listen to any Raz radio because I have an old shit phone and I have no link and tune in and terrible and I missed that whole Brad blog shit, but it's, it looked like it was pretty good through the Twitter interaction. So, What,
3: are you on the yeah, road like or something? Yeah. Are you on the road or something?
11: No, I, I had a another phone that I could get, like, everything through TuneIn was my choice of, you know, listening to everything, but I had to downgrade because that phone took a shit, and now I have this older phone like literally eight months ago I could get TuneIn in on it and now it's telling me my device is not compatible with the updated version and so Yeah tune I can't in listen to anything. Luckily this guy, random guy that Shannon reached we did a link to IO, I can listen to some IO, but other than that I'm I'm fucking out of the loop.
3: I have no idea. Well, you know you well, can go you, to the website and listen, right? No, no, he tried that
5: already. He doesn't have flash on the on a thing? Um can you get it's Not on, you on you my try device, down-
11: no, I'm I'm out of fucking luck.
5: Did you try downloading Winamp and using that link, that direct link I gave you?
11: I did, but I, I, I'm I, on some 3G bullshit at work. I don't have internet connection where I'm at, so I was trying to download it through that, and that didn't work. So it's just a, All right, well, a big book. Well,
5: well, here's what Sean has to do. He has to prepare the show and get it up as soon as possible so that you could download it and listen to it later.
3: Please. yeah, I'll Will go. you? Yeah, I'll get it up first thing tomorrow. I got to go through and clean it up a little bit, and I don't ever edit anything out, just so everybody knows. But I, I know there's a in my recording there's some some static and stuff that I take out. So uh, I'll get it up for you tomorrow, and you'll be able to listen then.
8: Yeah, I,
11: I get it. Just everything I've not been able to listen to, I've been missing out on all the shows through Rad and, like I said, I can listen to live IO, but no repeats. And now that they're on vacay, i um, I'm stuck with no radio what,
5: basically what do you what do you what do you use to listen to IO cuz if I'm mistaken, mistake if what I'm the guy uh tweeted out a VLC player well maybe there was a different guy
11: uh, was, what do you some guy on, on twitter some guy on twitter named bo I posted this link and i was able to just get on through this link that he posted it on io1 and i actually a week later, asked him if he could post a link to IO2, and he said he didn't have it. But other than that, I'm screwed. Uh, I can't listen to shit.
5: Hmm. We'll have to remedy that. We'll have to figure out a way. You know what? Root that phone and put another... Uh, it's, I'm, I'm assuming it's an Android device, right?
11: Yeah, yeah. It's an older Android device. And like I said, uh, eight months ago, I could download the TuneIn app on this phone and listen. Yeah, now it's telling me, My device is incompatible.
3: Yeah, TuneIn just updated like two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, because I noticed I've I've got differences on my TuneIn app, and um, I don't I don't know if I like it or not. Because like if I unplug my headphones, usually when I'm at work and I need to you know charge my phone or something, I just unplug the headphones, it turns the app off, and stops playing. Well, now it's it's running a cache. Um, so it's constantly like my battery takes so much longer to, to charge because if I just pull the headphones, it's still working to save the data of the show I was listening to.
5: Right, right. You might be able to check out the settings.
3: All right. uh, The the link the
11: guy sent me was like a cache link to an IO feed or something. And I was able to listen all past two weeks live. Like everybody was having problems with the tune in IO a couple of weeks ago, and this guy just tweezed a link, and Shannon retweeted it, and I was able to get on, and that's how I've been listening since I had to downgrade to a shit phone that I want to throw across the fucking room.
5: All right, when you click that link, what happens? Does another player open up, or is it playing a browser, or what does it do?
11: It opens up, but then I have to do this whole trickery where once it opens, I have to... I pull it down from the top link. It, it's it's crazy, and I have to like click on it at the right moment, or it won't open. It's ridiculous, but Brad I can coffee, get it. Chicken.
3: I saw
5: that. <laughs> yeah, I, had I, had I had would it. look when when you get a chance. I would look to download that Winamp thing. I use Winamp both on my Droid device and my desktop. Um, and yeah, that link that I, I was, gave I you. will... We'll, we'll, I
11: was trying so hard. I was like, feverishly fucking trying and trying and, my I had no service, and I. Shut my phone off and pulled my battery and tried to reset shit and it was yeah couldn't get it but I'll get the download I guess I just wanted to interact because I everybody's got to hate to love a Brad on I mean he just (laughs) he makes for some good radio because everybody just gets in a fever pitch and I missed
3: it yeah Will Hill Will Will Hill from Jacksonville too fat to fish on Twitter said he's been having issues with his tuning also he thought it was AT and T fucking with him i I've been really unhappy with their new with with this new thing they did because mine's been buffering a lot it's been skipping it's been doing all kinds of weird stuff ever since this upgrade i,
1: your yeah, I, you.
3: Me.
5: I would look in I, I would look into getting alternative forms of listening i mean they're there everybody's gotta figure out a a different player and then we'll figure out the links to get you going.
3: Yeah, we'll get it We'll get it fixed there, buddy. I'm going to put it up tomorrow, though, so you'll be able to download it and uh, check out what, what yeah, we talked about. I'm nah, just
11: going to get a new phone and not worry about all this
3: bullshit. So There you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother, but I'm yeah. going to wrap up the show. So
11: All right, guys, uh, I'll, I'll listen tomorrow, so I can't tell you if it was a good
3: show, but I'm sure it was. <laughs> I was going to say thanks for <laughs> listening, but, hey, thanks for not listening. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, well, all right, good night, skin. Right. Later, man. Peace. Uh, I gotta love Skin Biscuit. He's always there, even when he's not there. All right, Dave. Any last words? No, that's it. That's it. Honey, do you have anything you want to say? Peace out, Girl Scout. That's it. Just peace out, Girl Scout. Nothing else.
5: La 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 la.
3: <laughs> All right, guys. You've been listening to The First Fifty Two on RazRadioLive dot com. I appreciate you joining us. Uh, don't forget tomorrow. Uh, is it soon? No, not yet. We got uh, who do we got tomorrow? We got. Kevin in Arizona at 7. What the hell's the name of uh uh Wolf we Man, Wolfman Radio? We've got Wolfman off. I,
5: I think he changed the name. It was Wolf was Lewis Radio,
3: but. uh It's changing it was, uh, soon after the New York yeah. thing. Alright. Alright, guys. Peace out. Have a good night.
12: The setting's startless, loading guns. Don't be afraid of mistakes. Emotions misplaced love or to hate I don't know what to do we're all lost and confused just trying to get through in this world always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace when I'm trying to be real they tend to be fake But I'm risking it all with no time to waste Fuck this red race, I'm leaving this place It's time to blast off destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us from the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided through the beautiful, the silent with the light show from a passing UFO, lost in the glow of the unknown. Please don't go. And I. Got here or how I'm getting home Well right from day one I've been in this alone With arms stacked against I've been drowning in stress They said can you take more I said give me what's left An old man once told me Allie don't ever a love back Keep your eyes on that prize And give them hell to your death This is a test Just a frequency check Intelligent flight Now's time to connect It's an SOS The data's been sent So now we just wait And hope for the best With the sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon We'll watch the whole world explode Moving free, unguided Through the beautiful asylum and the light show from a path you have to follow.
9: So much thanks. The first 52s, the bump diggity.